Breyer next. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. All eyes are on the Supreme Court, which could overturn Roe v. Wade as soon as today or tomorrow and hand down rulings on other controversial issues. Correspondent Stacey Lynn is in Washington. At this hour, the justices are just beginning to hand down decisions. There are still over a dozen cases they have to rule on, cases that could alter the political landscape on abortion, gun control, and the environment. The high court will also rule on a Trump-era immigration policy and school prayer. A leaked draft opinion suggested the conservative majority is ready to ban abortions. Former top Justice Department officials are expected to testify at today's public hearing in Congress January 6th investigation. CBS's Robert Costa from Capitol Hill. We also expect to hear dramatic testimony about a showdown in the Oval Office on January 3rd, 2021, when several officials warned the former president that they and others would resign if he pushed them too far. President Biden's being met with resistance from Republicans and Democrats alike in his bid to pause the federal 18-cent-a-gallon gas tax. Drivers still struggling to pay at the pump. CBS's Jim Crisula. AAA says the national average for a gallon of gas fell overnight to $4.94. Still, some people are changing their ways, according to oil analyst Phil Flynn. There is no doubt that a certain segment of the population is cutting back. You know, they're not topping off their tank. They're a little bit more frugal when it comes to their gasoline purchases. We have a fresh read on the jobs market. The Labor Department says applications for unemployment benefits fell a little last week by 2,000. Bank rates Mark Hamrick. Jobless claims are still low from a historical perspective and the nation's official unemployment rate is still near its pre-pandemic low most recently at 3.6%. It's shaping up to be another hot, sticky day in the Deep South. Meteorologist Craig Allen with our affiliate WCBS. Through central and southern Georgia along the I-75 and I-16 corridor, the heat may approach 105 to 110 degrees. That's actual temperatures. That's not even including the humidity, which will push the heat index above the 110 degree mark. Heat advisories posted all the way west to Texas. A first at the Westminster Dog Show. History is made. Trumpet with the upset. Fox Sports rolling as the first bloodhound took best in show. The four-year-old with red hair and floppy ears, a wrinkled face, beat out more than 3,500 other dogs. His handler calls him... A goofball with a lot of attitude and a little bit of crazy. Dow up 99. This is CBS News. Hiring is a lot easier with Indeed. Their powerful platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Stress. It never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your Social Security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-987-1097. That's 800-987-1097. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. 
Morning fog will lift, and we're going to be under partly sunny skies today with just a slight chance for a shower, an isolated thunderstorm, and this will take place during the afternoon if it does at all. Temperature 72, shoreline 75 degrees inland. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy areas of fog forming once again, overnight low 61. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds, warmer, muggier, temperature 77, shoreline 83 degrees inland. And then Saturday, mostly sunny, hot, and humid, temperatures 83, shoreline 88 degrees inland. Sunday, partly to mostly sunny, hot, and humid, 85 shoreline, 90 degrees inland. In the early warning forecast center, worth more than a billion dollars. Meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 71 in Norwich, 69 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Two people were arrested the other night during New London High School's graduation ceremony. A fight momentarily interrupted the commencement as the principal was delivering his remarks. One person, 28-year-old Chevella Santiago, was arrested on an outstanding arrest warrant out of uh, Hartford. 53-year-old Lydia Torres was thrown out of the ceremony for fighting and was only arrested after trying to re-enter graduation twice. A new poll from Quinnipiac University shows that 64% of U.S. voters believe the January 6th Capitol attack was planned in advance. Survey shows that 84% of Democrats, 61% of Independents believe the attack was pre-planned. Nearly half of Republicans also believe it was planned in advance, while 46% think it was spontaneous. Now, the poll shows that nearly 60% of U.S. voters believe former President Trump bears a lot or some responsibility for the assault on the Capitol. COVID numbers released yesterday for Rhode Island include 286 new cases. There have been two additional deaths, 62 people hospitalized. That's down from 65 reported on Tuesday. At the TCP River Highlands... The Travelers Championship first round actually is underway. Got a three-way tie at the top right now. They're either on the uh, back nine now or just finishing up their uh, front nine. Cameron Davis, Xander Shoffley, and Ches Reavy are at four under par in the lead there. Partly sunny today, 74. It's already 71 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Having a fight at the graduation. Wow, Unbelievable. It's a memory. It's a nice. Example. Remember your graduation? Yes. Somebody stole my diploma. Oh, <laughs> God. Let's As we go it. out into the real world. This is the real world. This is what you got to look forward to. <laughs> Unbelievable, huh? Maybe they're giving them a little preview. This is what's waiting for you. What is going on? Yeah, what is wrong with people? An interesting guest today at 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah? Who uh, is? Beetle Wives, the women, the men we love married. Huh. Gentlemen, that does sound interesting. Gives you a lot of background on the Beatles' wives and what they went through <laughs> marrying a beetle. When I say that, actually, women were so wild about the Beatles that these uh, wives were afraid to walk alone because they wanted to tear their hair out. Really? believe that? How sick was that? Women were so crazed about yeah. the Beatles, they wanted to get to their wives. They didn't want anybody uh, marrying them, dating them, except them, of course. Except them, yeah. Amazing. That will be interesting, yes. And one o'clock, we'll, you said? Yeah, that'll be one o'clock today. Right. You imagine uh, when they look back on their lives, some of these uh, young girls, when they say, I can't believe I did that. You know, I, I actually passed out when the Beatles came on stage. Yep, screaming, losing your mind, screaming, losing your mind, passing out, throwing yourself at them. Yes, I wish women would do that with me, but uh, you know, are you sure? Well, if you were a singer, yeah, I should have been a rock star. You could have been a rock. You don't. I can't sing.
really. You sing pretty good around Christmas time when you, eh. you know. Eh. But some of these dudes can't sing either, so they're just yeah. They can play guitar, or they just look the part, or you know. When the Beatles were presence. when the Beatles stopped doing concerts, people couldn't hear them anyway. It was so loud in there. Really, from screaming. And, so what yeah. they did, because nobody would know it, sometimes they just changed the words to songs. <laughs> <laughs> really. Like, I want to hold your petunia or something, instead of I want to hold your... Really, they just had fun with it. You look at some of those old footages. You know, crazy. Yeah. They were just looking at them. and laughing at each other. Didn't care what they sang, so they said, ah, we, don't, we don't need to do that. I think a lot of people don't listen to the words in songs. They just want, like to listen to the melody and the... Yeah, sometimes that's a good point you make. Sometimes you can know a song for 10 or 15 years and not really listen to the words. Yeah, you have no idea what it's about. I'm like that. I don't really mm, say, wait so a minute, I never realized it was about that. About that, really? And then once in a while in the lunchtime oldies, I say, let's, in this particular song, let's just listen to the background music and, uh, you yeah. know, the drumming and what you went, the arrangements and uh, sure. that we, sometimes we take for granted because where would the song be without them? And I've done that myself. I say, wait a minute. Yeah. Let's just listen to, or the background singers. Let's concentrate on them. Background singers have so much to do with the song, but sure. we just take them for granted. We need to appreciate them a little more. Yeah. yeah. So we'll find out about Beatle Wives. Beatle Wives. They had a few of them. How many do they have each? Let's see. Uh, An average of two or three. Two or three each. Yeah, two yeah. or three. Okay. I think uh, the Paul McCartney three... Of course, his first okay. wife died. Right. Uh, John Lennon had a couple. Couple, yep. Ringo Yoko's too, still and around. Uh, yeah, George had two. Yeah. I think Paul's yeah. had three, but you know, his first wife died. I think uh, that was probably uh, a lasting relationship. They were very, very close. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So there, and George, his second wife. George, of course, died fairly young. His mm -hmm. second wife actually saved his life. Really? Somebody had broken into their home. You know, somebody who just wanted to hurt George Harrison because he was George Harrison. He was a beetle, yeah. And uh, he broke into the home, and they were George was fighting with the guy, and George's uh, wife hit the guy over the head with a lamp. Nice. What a story that was. Well, I didn't know that. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, people go nutso with celebrities. Oh, yeah. People are psycho. It's just absolutely uh, amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. I never get all that wrapped up in stardom. I don't know. I don't understand it either. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, literally, well, people would do that with Frank Sinatra. Oh, yeah. When he first came out. Sure. Yeah. They would literally scream and sometimes pass out. Yep. Hmm. Tom Jones. Oh, Tom Jones. They'd throw stuff on stage. They would throw... Undergarments. Uh, Ho yeah, hotel yeah. keys. Hotel keys. <laughs> really, it's true. Yeah. That's not unusual. <laughs> Problem with Tom, he took the keys and uh, all the and other the stuff. Panties, you know. yes. And, uh, yeah. What? I'm looking for whose are these. Uh, let's see. Live in uh, hotel room number 6B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that all about, huh? I, I, I don't know. I used to see video with guys with their girlfriends, you know, going to a Beatles concert or something. And uh, the, I wonder how they felt when their girlfriends were going berserk. 
Yeah, you would think that would hurt their self-esteem. Yeah, like, I would think going so. crazy you over know, other dudes. I've seen that in Elvis concerts, and you oh, see yeah. the guys trying to pretend, oh, yeah, well, he's cool, but... Oh, my girlfriend passed out. Girlfriend. She's under the weather, you know. Under the weather. Just drive she her right home. Under there. Elvis. Yeah. So a lot of guys must have hated these people. Hmm? I think we could be secure in our manhood and not be... Uh, yeah, I think so. Not be taken aback by their lusting of the Beatles or Elvis or Tom or any of them. Yeah. That's kind of bizarre, though. Yeah, it is a little weird. You never know anybody that went crazy like that no. over... No? Mm-mm. How about uh, guys don't do that when gals are on stage, do they? They don't do that. I don't think so. No. no. Not that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, we're so much more mature when we were younger, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can handle. Yeah, right. We keep our uh, sex drive in check. <laughs> I don't know what country in were first, you living First gear, your guys are in overdrive. What country were you living in? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, we're very mature. When we were 16, 17, and 18. I didn't, I didn't throw my underwear at Pat Benatar or the Go-Go's or... Mm. I don't know. Who else? Was there anyone that you would... Uh, Nancy Sinatra? I don't think... She, I don't know. Did anybody... No, they were afraid she'd... a hotel key at Nancy? Nah, she was afraid that she'd walk over them with her boots. Yeah, yeah. So that wouldn't... Uh, that wouldn't. Hey, that's a good question. Maybe we'll ask yeah. some of the guys What's who would admit that? who they went really wild over. <laughs> How about we you? Be cool, you know, we had a reputation. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, hey, we're cool. But the we guys, uh, unbelievable. Secretly, we're lusting for them. I'm sure, but no, no, of course not. Look, look at her. Woo. Mercy. I had a big crush on Brenda Lee. I bought all Did her albums. Really? I bought all her albums. And I got to see her on stage. In fact, I met her personally, but I, I never... I say, you probably met her. I met her. Did you go, hamana, hamana, hamana? <laughs> Did you do that? Did no, actually... tongue get numb? No, no, no. No, it wasn't like... I didn't even, you know, after I came to, I was fine. <laughs> after you passed out. No, it was... Uh, actually, I Give was... Her a hotel key? Sitting in the trailer with her, interviewing really? her, before she went on stage. Nice. And Lovely. when I was about 15 or 16, that was my dream to meet Brenda Lee, and I met her. She was very yeah. nice, but, you know, it was fine. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And then I sat at the table where she had a little dinner. You sat there and watched her eat dinner? <laughs> no, I didn't oh. stare at her eating dinner. She had dinner there earlier. Yeah, no, oh. with a group of people, and I was sitting there, and she was there. And uh, Nice. Afterwards, I heard her say, who is that guy? Who is that weirdo staring at me while I eat my biscuits? <laughs> but I knew more about her songs than she did, so Probably, yeah. we got along Very pretty thorough. good. So I'll just be playing all Brenda Lee today. Okay. Right. I'm taking a cold shower. <laughs> it's time for the number one talk show of test, Eastern test, Connecticut test, and test. Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Come on, gals, who did you scream at when they went on stage or you saw them on TV? Come on, tell the truth. Nobody's going to fess up to that, right? Anyway, we start off a little fun with Marty on WICH on a very toasty Thursday. I will have a guest about Beatles' wives at uh, 105 today. Welcome to the program. Good morning. So have you ever had any trouble with Stu Breyer groupies trying to get to you? Well, no, most of uh, my uh, listeners are very uh, calm and relaxed and dedicated. 
I have had a couple of unusual system, uh, situations in my life of being a radio announcer, but for the most part, everybody has had lots of humility and dignity. Really? <laughs> How's that for dancing around what's the, it? What station do you work for? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... No, uh, that's terrific. That's good. That's good. I mean, but you're a famous guy. I would think the... Women would be climbing over the fence around your house or I mean, knocking uh, at your door at 3 in the morning, which would upset your wife no end, I'm sure. Every announcer has stories they can relate to you. I just don't want to, I don't know if I want to get to them today. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe another day, right? <laughs> yeah. I was 20 years yeah. old, and I was working in Rhode Island, and um, there was a woman who thought I was playing every love song for her. Oh, well, that's nice. And it, yeah. it got really extreme. And then she uh, kind of followed up on it, huh? And then she was <laughs> uh, telling people that at night, I don't know why, I'll tell you a story. It was uh, over 50 years ago. We're all friends here. Go ahead. Yeah, Steph. we're all Fill friends. Your guts. And um, she was saying things to her husband that I was looking in the window of their house. Oh. And, uh, and then the guy called me and said, what's going on between you and a hummin, a hummin, a hummin, a hummin, a hummin. <laughs> like, oh, my and God. And you're probably 20 years old, right? Yeah, I'm about 20 years old. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but that was a very unusual story. Yeah. Very yeah. unusual story. And yeah, I, that stuff happens more in television and the movies than it does radio. But that's not to say it never happens. Yeah, and I mean, I, I appreciate radio. when people yeah. really uh, listen a lot and... Uh, and their favorite announcer and things like that. I mean, that's a wonderful thing. But this, yeah. I really felt yeah. sorry for her because of the situation. Uh, I don't know sure. what was really going yeah. on, but yeah. Well, hopefully she got healthy and mm-hmm. cleaned up her act. <laughs> there were, um, you know, there's so many love songs that you play. Mostly, ninety percent of the oh, songs yeah. are about love. Yeah. yeah. So um, you just uh, kind of get into that fantasy world. Well, Wonder Man isn't called today, so I was trying to figure out what I should talk about. And I know you play a spot with um, that has to do with uh, toenail fungus. And uh, but I thought no, no, I'd rather rather go on with something else. So I've been thinking, yes, sir, about uh, solar panels and solar farms and stuff where they're harnessing the energy of the sun to generate electricity. And that's getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was <clears throat> listening to a couple people talk about this. One of the things I didn't realize, but it makes perfect sense right now, they have places where they have hundreds and hundreds of acres set aside, and they've got all the hardware and and everything ready to go to build the solar farm, but they can't get solar panels because those things have a lot of components in them that just, you know, aren't available right now. Just like cars, you can't, you know. Well, you can get some from China, I think. Well, I think there's still a huge backlog of uh, mm-hmm. of some of these components. You know, just like, as I say, for automobiles and, and other electronics. Um, but I, it also got me thinking a little bit further about this subject of solar farms and solar power. So they they put up hundreds of acres. They clear out hundreds of acres of trees to build these solar farms to generate lots of electricity to run the air conditioners in the summertime because it's so hot because they chop down all the trees to put in solar panels to generate electricity 
to run the air conditioners because they chopped down all the trees and it's hot outside. Mm. Just kind of curious about that one. Yeah, there's no perfect scenario, that's for sure. I mean, electric cars, you still have to use gas for it. and it's Yeah, yeah. So. Well, with a lot of these things that we're not manufacturing in this country, uh, what, um, what some folks don't remember is that the countries where they are being manufactured are polluting the air and polluting the rivers more because that's where the factories are. Mm-hmm. So we're not cutting down on our carbon footprint. We're just moving it overseas so that we can, you know, not think about it because it's it's not in Iowa or Connecticut or Georgia or California. It's overseas somewhere. So we're still polluting the planet with factories. See, you kind of are a wise man. You're you're looking at the whole picture, and usually we don't get the whole picture. Well, I tend to look at the back of the picture and see who drew it. You know? I mean, who's going to be able to... Uh, one, one more, and I'll let you go. Um, I'm kind of curious about gold. You are? Um, there's gold in them hills. There's gold in them our hills. I have gold fillings. No, I don't know if I do or not. I don't know. Do they still make those out of gold? But... Um, Gold is supposed to be very valuable, and you'll even hear some investors say you need to build your portfolio and put some gold in there, uh, because if if the brown stuff hits the fan and society breaks down and everybody goes to war, and, you know, in the aftermath, gold will be worth something. And I'm thinking this morning, why? Because if currency has been taken off the gold standard, why would gold be valuable? Well, a lot of folks think that's the way to go. Is uh, unless unless the gold would become the currency, but wouldn't that be kind of awkward uh, to you know go buy a hamburger with one fiftieth of a gold brick or something? I wonder what gold is up to these days. You'll have to ask my friend Jackie. No, that's a good question. Somebody must know. Yeah, Jackie from Know Which Coin usually uh, gives me information. It was kind of sad. I, I I knew this jeweler, and when gold was up, pretty much. A gentleman came in and he had uh, he needed money so bad he brought in he took his gold filling out. Yeah, I've heard of people doing they that. They do that, and uh, it's kind of sad people get into that situation. There's still people who pan for gold. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I I remember when gold was like two hundred some odd dollars an ounce. You do, huh? That was back in the sixties or seventies. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's at least ten times that much. Somebody out there will call in. Yeah, we can always get an update on uh, what's going on with gold and silver every day. And Ohio silver, Ohio gold. No, that doesn't work, does it? The gold is All still. Right, well, I'll let some of the uh, Stu Breyer teeny boppers call in. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell thank you, you how much. They love you. Well, I, I like that part. That's good. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, have a golden day. All right. All right. You too, Stu. See Bye-bye. you later. Get ready for the 4th of July with Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair. And in two and a half by four feet polycotton American banner flag, wood pole, and bracket kit, only $14.92. Johnson's Hardware carries a quality selection of Weber, Royal King, and Traeger grills. Whether you want propane, charcoal, or need a smoker, they've got you covered. Get a free 20-pound propane fill, assembly, and delivery with the purchase of a grill over $300 at Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair. They'll even take your old grill away. Make sure you check out their wide selection of grilling accessories at great prices. You'll never know what you'll go home with. From pizza stones to sauces and rubs, Johnson's Hardware has what you need in stock. 
Do you love feeding the birds? Johnson's Hardware has the lowest bird seed prices around and over 100 feeders in stock. Stop by Johnson's Hardware Rental and Repair at 44 Hill Road in Groton or visit them online at johnsonsrental.com. If you don't start there, you'll end there. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. Progressive presents today's to-do list for your dog. Check front door, check window, check other window. Rest chin on ground, look into distance. Bark for no reason. Check front door, check window, check other window. Your pet has a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Chase shiny ball, lose shiny ball, find shiny ball, eat shiny ball. Get coverage for your pets with anti-auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with a purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Can you picture this? One of the last concerts the Beatles uh, were at with $6 a ticket. Paul McCartney recently played at Fenway Park and good seats were like $2,000. Amazing. Hi, Welcome to the program. How much is a baseball ticket now? Well, it depends on where you sit, but... Um, hey, you're a father with two little boys. They're dying to see a real game. And they want to see a, a from a very good seat? Well, let's just say it's a normal father, a, a middle-class type father. Yeah. With two boys and hot dogs, of course, they're going to want. How much is it? It's going to be a very expensive... Isn't uh, that ridiculous? Yeah, a very expensive game, uh, hot dogs and everything else. Last game I went to... Um, we sat at seats that were a hundred bucks a ticket, and they were high up. Is that not pathetic? No, well, they got somebody has to pay for all these tremendous salaries. Is that not pathetic? So how is baseball all American? It's all American if you can afford it. Exactly. That's what everything is now. Mm. We can't afford anything anymore. Mm. On the other hand, is Marty from Kentucky? Yes, he is a Kentucky fella. Does he know anything about the blue people of Kentucky? The blue people of Kentucky? Yeah, you got to ask him if he knows anything about them. I think there's a blue moon over Kentucky no, song. No, no, this no. Is, this is a congenital thing. Uh, there were... They're actually blue? Yes. Oh, I hope he's listening in the other room, but... Because they had... Oh, gee, this, this is a hard one. Methemoglobinemia. Here we go. And they were blue. Yep. It's a form of hemoglobin that overwhelms the normal hemoglobin, which produces oxygen capacity. Less oxygen in your blood makes it chocolate brown instead of red, causing the skin to appear blue instead of white. You see. Mm. It's hereditary and carried in a recessive gene. And there are blue-skinned people that were in Kentucky. I don't know if there are any left now. I don't know why there wouldn't be if they just, you know, went family to family. Well, they there, were right? as um, hmm? as um, discriminated against as black people. Naturally, of, of course. course. Because stupidity has always been around. Stupidity, oh my God, is it rampant or what? Stupidity? Yeah. yeah. Read, read the, the day section, the editorial. Did you read that on um, the decline of everything? No, I will definitely read it. I have it in front of me, so um, yeah, I will read that. It's depressing, but ask, yeah, ask, I was just, this book was fascinating. Mm -hmm. It's called The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek, and they told 
they told me about the blue people, which I'd never heard. I never heard of that either. That's why I'm glad I tune in every day. I learn things. Yeah. So yeah, you got they, they were in the apple, you know, the poorer parts of the mm-hmm. Appalachians, and and of course and they were um, discriminated discriminated against because they were blue. But it, it was fascinating. <laughs> I'd never heard of such a thing. And I'm thinking, wow, blue. Well, now I want to learn more about it. Yeah. And, and, and she actually, the, the, in the story, the woman, um, because she thought she was the last blue person, and then she realized that somebody else also had it because although they were a white person, their fingernails were pale blue. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a sign of the blue people. <laughs> I mean, do they just start with the fingernails and then no, become completely blue? Well, yeah. I, I haven't. I was so surprised and astonished to read about. Well, this. other than that, though, was their health as good as anybody's well, actually health? Actually, quite long lived. Ah, yes. See, yep. And the, there's nothing wrong with being blue. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being green. <laughs> Look at Kermit. Yeah. Come on. Kermit, everybody loves Kermit, and he's green. Can you imagine being blue? What a cool thing. I can imagine being sad, but completely blue, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was, yeah, light blue. Mm -hmm. And then if she got embarrassed or something, she would start turning almost like a cobalt blue. Yeah. (laughs) And she was shunned for that. (laughs) That But there were other people that were like her, and they were shunned also. What totally the heck amazing. What's wrong with people? I don't know. Stupidity has been around for a long time. Maybe uh, we could find a cure for that someday. Yes, white is a color too, and I don't think it's all that great either. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's always what, it, what's in your it, heart, there, baby. That's right. See, that was something I don't think you ever knew either. No, no. I've seen Smurfs and things. I've never knew that there were blue, blue people. Blue people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask Marty if he if he knows or ever heard of anything like that. I'm. I'm dying to know if he knows about it, because he's from Kentucky. Uh, maybe, maybe on a break I'll run in the next room. Yeah, ask him. All right, thank okay, you. Okay, thank you. Hi, WICH, you're on the air. Good morning, Stu Breyer. Hello, Marvin Ceruto. All right, so Sam got me stirred up here. Stirred up, <laughs> yes. Uh, and But i gotta, I got I to gotta tell a story before we get rolling on this, because she's 100% right. I know about the blue people of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I know that is because the, the, uh, may God rest her soul, Patricia, her former husband, her ex-husband, was from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I'm wondering if Sam knows about Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. <laughs> well, there's one. It's, uh, yes, it's like, it's a one-horse town. And, but it's famous. It's a place people stop off at. Uh, it's kind of like the town is, or the, the general store is built over the river on stilts kind of thing. It's really a unique place. But Rabbit Hash is kind of like one of those places that, uh, and it's just got some folklore to it. That's the thing. And yes, and then there were the blue people of Kentucky, and their, their hemoglobin, like she was saying, was was different and it's genetic and they actually were blue. Hmm. 
No, I never knew that one. Yeah. I feel I, bad for them because obviously the stupid people harassed them and uh, it carries on, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Well, you know, I have a really big nose and I had to put up with getting harassed about having a big nose my whole life. But you know what? I learned how to get over it. <laughs> yeah. I never noticed you had a big nose. I oh. never thought about it. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Didn't we just meet each other last week? I mean, weren't we together last week? That's right? correct. Yes. Oh, uh, Lord. So, um, somebody had called in and said we might do this twice a year. The Dairy Queen. The Dairy Queen people asked if we could do this more. Aha. Uh -huh. Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, it doesn't take much. You just pick a date. If you can make it, you can make it. If you can't make it, then you, you don't sure. make it, you know? Well, we love working with them. Maybe in the fall we'll do it again. That's what we try to do with the coffee houses because um, we have people that sometimes you know, they'll say, well, I can't make it. And I'll say, well, don't worry about it. You yeah. know, if, you, if you can be there, you can be there. And if of course. not, then, you know, go the next time. That's all. No pressure on anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. A, all right. So good. Let's see. Uh, what's a good day? I think... Um, like September 9th. <laughs> I'm oh. just going to throw that out there. Sounds as good as any, I guess. September 9th. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out what kind of day that is. All right. I, think, I don't know if it's... I don't know what day of the week that is. <laughs> check it out for us. As a matter of fact, if you hang on for just a second, and you know, you talk about Kentucky... Um, I was on a boat. I was on when I was on the submarines. I was on what was considered a southern boat, and because I was out of Charleston, South Carolina, and this is back in the seventies. And um, um, Patricia's ex-husband worked for Underwater Sound Lab. I worked. I actually worked with him before I knew her. Decades before I knew her, I worked with him in 1979 in uh, what's called Autech, out mm -hmm. on a shakedown cruise down in um, in the Caribbean which was one of the best days of my life, was doing the shakedown cruise. September 9th is a Friday. That would be perfect. September 9th. Well, September 9th. We will think about it, my friend. Yes, let's, let's think about September 9th for the next Stu Breyer get-together. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Thanks. See ya. Let's take this call before the break. It's up to 77 degrees already. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi, Stu. Um, well, according to USA Today, uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but I do know gold is up to 1,800-something or other an ounce, and silver is 21-something or other an ounce, $21 an ounce. Sounds good. I mean, is that good? I'm not well, an expert on it. it's kind of weird because silver was up to um, almost 25 a couple months ago, and then it went back down to 21. I don't know. And gold was up to 19, almost 2,000 a couple months ago, and then it went back down to 1,800. So I don't know what's going on with that. Well, it fluctuates. It's always been that way. I would, yeah, I would guess. Now, Kevin is right. I don't know what he's been reading or where he's been finding it out, but on his solar stuff, it is true. Because remember what I told you in one of them articles, there's a ton of it, sun, wind, and wood, in that um, my freebie, Forbes, they should have never sent it to me. Anyhow, <laughs> this guy, he is a billionaire, albeit he's 82, okay, but he's a billionaire, and um, he took... 
let's see, he spent 16 years getting permits and easements to build a 700 wind turbine or terminal thingy on 100,000 acres in Wyoming. Now, and, and this is what really bugs me. He needed permits to kill, this is what it said, to kill some golden eagles. That's how they wrote it. And to cross a sage-grouse habitat to get his construction going. And no matter what, wind terminals all over the world only give us 21% energy. And they have to store it in batteries. And there was a big full-page article in Nation on Tuesday, June 21st. Batteries that harness the sun. There's only one problem. They show this gigantic facility in California, okay, solar and, and, and stuff, and they look like, oh, I don't know, they look like the things that a regular trailer truck would be pulling, a couple of them parked there, and they're battery storage. Now, now here is why California has rolling blackouts. Um, these, ba- okay, number one, uh, let's see. Okay, here's an example like in Florida. Florida's got one, too. Enough capacity or power for 329,000 homes for two hours. Or the equivalent of 100 million iPhone batteries. Give me a break. Um, These solar power things, and guess what? They catch on fire. It says... Um, okay, Vistra's Moss Landing Facility had two incidents, one in February, one in September, a failed bearing in an air handling unit. Well, there's no perfect scenario. You know that uh, no matter what avenue we take. Well, lithium batteries are dangerous. And until they figure out how to get a safe one, they're putting them in cars. And, but the thing is, no matter what, this guy in um, Forbes says that uh, battery makers face global shortages of copper, nickel, and lithium. And you know Koch, the millionaire, right? He was part of a major oil refinery, and he is going into this stuff because he wants to make money. He invested $1.7 billion in 2021 in solar and battery solutions. So he's getting away from the oil. And another one, okay, ExxonMobil. I got to really go. I'm getting hit by the clock here. Well, this was all pre-planned, and I believe they didn't want Trump in there because he would have stuck with keep us energy independent, and they didn't want that. And most of these, well, yeah, the locals are trying to get... Oh, 329,000 homes. Yeah, right. Whatever. All right, Susie, I think we're we're embarking on another conspiracy. But Well, it's in the paper and it's in a magazine. It's not a conspiracy. They're not up to par, period. All right. Thank you, buddy. We'll be uh, we'll be right back, folks. Fox News commentary. After a two-year investigation, the FDA is set to ban Juul e-cigarettes. I'm Tommy Laren. More next.
Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN, or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Two years, the FDA is finally set to ban those disgusting jewel vape pens, but this doesn't mean all vape pens will be forbidden. The FDA has had its sights set on jewel specifically for the brand's alleged targeting of underage smokers. They are often marketed as a healthier option, but still linked to lung problems and other health issues. While jewel stopped making sweet and fruity flavors, that wasn't enough for regulators. And while I'm not usually on the side of regulators, this particular move makes me happy. Not only are they dangerous and unhealthy, those nicotine pods loved by millennials and Gen Zers alike are downright annoying. Every time I see a young person sucking on one of those USB-looking things, I cringe. Why on earth would anyone want to suck flavored air out of a pen like that? It's just gross. This is a win for health and a win for public decency. Amen. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. The Norwich Sea Unicorns have unveiled a fun-packed schedule this summer at Dodd Stadium. Join them tonight as they take on the Worcester Bravehearts. Game starts at 6.30. It's Thirsty Thursday with beer specials and also Dollar Dog Night presented by KM. For tickets or more info, visit GoSeeUnicorns.com. WYCH weather, sunny with a slight chance of a shower or an isolated thunderstorm, especially during the afternoon. Temperatures in the 70s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy areas of fog, 61. Friday, a mix of sun and clouds. Warmer, muggier, 83. And Saturday, sunny, hot and humid, 88. Sunday, partly to mostly sunny, 90. I see a trend there, huh? Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Um, Sam was talking about blue people. Blue people in Kentucky, yes. And that, she was talking about uh, what? Blue people. You know, the bad part of it or something? No, the it was just something that happened, something chemically, and the bad part of it, naturally, there were some morons that were prejudiced because they were blue. Basically, that's what it was. Oh, okay. Like people so, do today. I was thinking, I, I only think good about Kentucky. I would love to visit so, there. No, it's nothing bad about um, Kentucky. It was just something that happened uh, in history. Yeah, and, you know, I'm thinking of bluegrass, jazz, the blues, Kentucky Derby, and the Appalachians. And I haven't been there, but I would love to go there. And I think of Elvis Presley singing every time, every once in a while, you'll play uh, Kentucky Rain. And, mm-hmm. I, and I like that, so. Well, you should go to Kentucky if that's one of your dreams. One of the, yes, that'll be on my bucket list, I think. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that that would be, uh, like, friendly, you know. And Appalachian uh, Mountains with the poverty, I'm thinking of, like, Dolly Parton and uh, Loretta Lynn and all them that live in poverty there. I would love to take um, not a tour, maybe a, something like that. Well, you can make that happen, my friend. Yes, I'm thinking uh, two bucket lists, and it doesn't have to be extravagant. You know, um, just appreciate them. Good. Something to look forward to. Thank you. Bye. Ah, Kentucky. It's got to be a good place. Marty Hausberger's from Kentucky. 
Kate Smith sang about Kentucky. There, Katie. We will sing one song for the old Kentucky home. Ah, now I feel like Kentucky Fried Chicken. You're on the air. Welcome. Boy, you learn something new every day. Yes, every just tune day. in. You'll learn new stuff here. I, I thought only kids, and when they held their breath, turned blue. Boy. I, I know people you. get the blues. I didn't know they, they could be blue, and I guess that was something that happened in Kentucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a phenomenon. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I'm wondering, um, the price of gold. Now, there are, aren't there grades of gold? Different great yeah, there's 14-carat gold, 18-carat gold, gold, and... Yeah, yeah. Naturally, that's so, worth more, 18-carat. Well, a, a jewelry-grade, I think there's jewelry-grade and other things, other kinds that they use for tech, technology and stuff like that. When they're talking about the price of gold, what, is, what grade are they talking about? I'm not sure. Just gold in general. I mean, there's fake gold, and people that uh, certainly have knowledge about it can figure out what's fake and what's real. <clears throat> well, it's not that it's fake. It's just different grades of gold. It's, mm-hmm. I think there's different grades of silver, too. No so doubt. They, no doubt. I'm... When they talk about the price, what are they talking about? Well, I'm not an expert on it, so I can't answer that question. Well, maybe somebody else is out there. I, mean, mm-hmm. I, was, I was just wondering about Same with about diamonds. That. Diamonds, uh, there are some diamonds that are, you know, bigger and worth more. And Yeah. What, what are they talking about? Is, uh, you know, they figure out the cost of the diamond and stuff like that, but well, I, you know, I mean, when they put down the co- cost of gold, type cost of gold or price of gold in general, what are they talking about? All right, well, this about? is the day we're going to learn all these things. We'll find out. There's something else that I wanted to say. I think I'm going to have to save it to later because I forgot what it was. All right, <laughs> write it down and call us back. Yep, bye-bye. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi. I, I got to tell you, I'm the one that called and my mother was having the trouble. The The landlord's on her side and she should be okay. But I got to tell you, there's good people everywhere. Oh, of course there I, are. I have this client that had a wonderful electric wheelchair <clears throat> that he did not use. Brand new, he did not use. I had this other uh, client that broke hers and was in a regular wheelchair and this nice man gave her the electric one because he didn't use it, and it was just sitting here. And I happened to mention to him that woman, I saw her out there, and he said, give her this one. I'm not using it. it doesn't know her. There's just two people that have one, and there are wonderful people out there. Oh, believe me, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. You know, we don't hear too much about the wonderful people, but the... And Thank that's God. what I thought I'd call. There are still... always calling in with, you know, mm-hmm. crap. And and there are wonderful people out there still willing to give for no reason. Yeah, the reason is they have a good heart and they want to help people. That's the reason. Absolutely. And yeah. when I gave her that chair, I knocked on her door this morning, and she was like, it was Christmas. She was like, oh, my God, I, I, I get this brand-new chair? Yeah. I said, yep, he couldn't use it, and he said you could have it. And she was just thrilled. 
Now, your mother's situation with the landlord is uh, you had a situation. Oh, my mother's situation with the neighbor. Because she owns her house. It's the neighbor. Uh-huh. Yeah, the landlord's on my mother and my brother's side, and they'll they'll either get them out. My mother has cameras now. Okay, and- yeah, these are the la- these are the people that have been harassing them for. God knows what reason, yeah. Right, just harassing them. But um, mm-hmm. things have been quiet, and the cops patrol. Good, good. We're there more vigilantly now. and But, you know, she's okay. She's a, she's a funky old lady. She does okay. <laughs> that's good, that's good. But even that situation is getting better. So on that wonderful note, you have a great day. You too. Good to hear good news. Thank you. Absolutely, bye. We'll get back to another call, 889-5252, coming up. Hello. I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley & Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients, and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications, but should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. We look forward to serving you soon. Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich. It's time to save big on the number one selling farm tractor in the world at Dubay's Tractor Center, just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border in Danielson. Get the Emacs for the minimum. The Mahindra Emacs 20S is powered by the quiet and reliable Yanmar three-cylinder diesel engine. And the Emacs 20S model comes with the industry's first seven-year limited powertrain warranty. It's affordable with low-rate financing available. Buy now and save an additional $1,000 with the power package three mahindra implements with tractor choose from a loader a backhoe a 54 inch mid mower a snowblower rake and more stop in today for a test drive of the amazing emax 20s at dubay's tractor center 65 dubay drive in danielson your local mahindra tractor and implement headquarters celebrating 46 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment check them out online at dubaytractor.com 860 is our number. Good morning to you. Good morning, Stu. Hi there. I have a request, if you can uh, manage it. What Are you, you familiar with Dr. Chauncey Crandall? Nope. Okay. I'm going to get you familiar with him a little bit and see if you can get him on the air. He wrote a book called Touching Heaven, and it's a cardiologist's encounters with death and living proof of an afterlife, and he can be reached at uh, chaunceycrandall.com if you can get a hold of him there. We'd really appreciate it if he was a guest on your show. Chaunceycrandall.com. That's C-H-A-U. I think I know how to spell that. Crandall.com. Yes. Okay, I'm always looking for interesting guests. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hmm, sounds like a good one. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. May I say something else, too, about blue people? You have an additional blue thought? No, it's it's this is this is how it got started in uh, Kentucky. In 1820, Martin Fugat, a French orphan, came to Kentucky to claim a land grant on the banks of Troublesome Creek in Kentucky's isolated wilderness. 
Martin married a full-blooded, red-headed, white-skinned Kentuckian named Elizabeth Smith. The two had no idea what awaited them. They had seven children, and out of, out of those, four were blue. Martin carried the gene, and against all odds, his wife also carried the gene. So that was the start of the blue people in Kentucky. He was from France, and it's also been found in Ireland and uh, among some Eskimo people. All right. We're going to try to learn more about it. Thank and, you. And, and may, I, may I just say, it's not up to Marvin to decide a date. That's up to you. No, of Paul, course it is. Of course it is. Gary <laughs> Queen, thank you. All right, thank Marvin, you. Marvin, your nose isn't that big. <laughs> thank Every, you. All right, thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, show. Larry, any better today? Yeah, a little, yeah. Good. Yeah. Good, good, so, good. So, well, watching TV here, and I want to let you know, as you know, um, they're coming out with about 12 uh, big decisions in the Supreme Court between today and uh, tomorrow. And one of the big ones they just came out with uh, about 30 minutes ago. They voted uh, against New York in the, uh, in the gun ruling under the second constitution. Uh, they voted against New York for uh, where they passed that law that you can't conceal a, uh, a a gun. And, of course, you know what the ruling was, right? It was six to three. All the six conservative judges voted against New York, and the three de- Democrat uh, justices voted with, with uh, New York. And the governor of New York is uh, so pissed off, it took her 20 minutes to get on TV, which she is on right now, uh, blasting the Supreme Court for the decision. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's, as so, we've talked about before, it's usually like that. It's conservatives well, the thing and... Is, I've, I've told you before that the Supreme Court... I don't want to hear the justices saying that the Supreme Court is not political. You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't tell people that in this country, because I think people are smart enough now to see that the court is, is as divided as the rest of the country is. Do you agree with me on that? I don't like the way it is, but I agree with you. Absolutely, absolutely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to come out with the uh, the other two big ones. Uh, the other ones aren't too big, uh, uh, but the other two big ones is the guy that uh, filed the civil suit, the guy that was saying the prayers on the on the fifty yard line. Oh yeah, right. That that one should come out probably maybe today, and then of course the abortion one. Uh, that's probably not going to come out until tomorrow and I'd be surprised why they wouldn't do that today just because tomorrow's Friday and it's going to give the uh, idiots more time uh, over the weekend to you know to riot and stuff yeah I um, can't even begin to tell you what I think of some of those idiots but um, that's how but, I uh, feel obviously <laughs> yeah there was one other one that came down I wasn't paying too much attention to it that, that was an 8-1 decision uh, mm-hmm. The only one that voted against it was uh, Sotomayor. Um, and I forgot what that was. It had something to do with Texas, I think, with the uh, with, with the uh, uh, voting. So we'll see what happens to the uh, coach who was praying on the 50-yard line with all the problems we have in the world. Man. Yeah, that's gonna, that might come out today. Uh, yeah. Um, and this is the first gun... The Supreme Court... This is the first time the Supreme Court took, a, took, took up a gun issue. Hmm. They, they don't like to get involved in, in that too much. And, of course, you know you know what Breyer said in, in his dissent and opinion? Uh, a few of his statements was he brought up the uh, the shootings at, uh, in Buffalo. 
and and at the at the schools, mm-hmm. which really has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You yeah, no, I understand the what you're saying. Constitution, yeah. or you're just going to make laws because of what happens in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Um, so, but anyway, she's she's ripped. The governor of New York is ripped. Oh, okay, she's going to be a. I don't think she's going to be governor very long. Uh, we shall see. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thank you. you sound good. I'm glad you're doing better. Thanks, Larry. Thank you. Hi. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Well, that, that was Larry. Yeah. Excuse me? Sound, he's still so sick. Um, but I know how it is because I'm still sick from last week. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about two quick things. Okay. I keep getting calls about my application for Social Security Disability, but I didn't apply. So mm-hmm. what they, what I suspect that they want is for me to give them my Social Security number to check on it. Of course. Yeah. And of course I won't. You know, I just yell at them and hang up. And then I also, remember how I'd gotten the, I, I won $18.5 million from the publish, Publishers Clearinghouse, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations so again. They called, mm-hmm. they called today they called today to see if we were going to be home <laughs> really so which made me concerned um my husband had an appointment and i have my son over there just to make sure that somebody's home so nobody comes in and robs us mm-hmm. so um i just want people to be aware of that and then real quick there's an article in today's day don't lionize the january 6th witnesses they failed to stop the insurrection and this Jennifer Rubin from the Washington Post lists all these people, but she misses Nancy Pelosi and the and the mayor of Washington D.C., who could have had twenty thousand National Guard troops there, which would have stopped the insurrection. And they refused to have them, even though President Trump authorized it. So I think that they would have been the first line of defense. Therefore. She them. I'm very That's suspicious of that. I know it's almost time mm-hmm. for news. So, all right, thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to ask Nancy Pelosi why she didn't get uh, assistance when there was definitely information there were going to be problems, but we'll never know the answer, will we? From the Jan- January sixth debacle. Rose Arts, in partnership with Burns Insurance, is adding some fun to your run. Join us Saturday, June 25th for the Rose Arts 5K and 10K races. What makes our race so special? A $200 cash prize will be awarded to one random runner from each race. For those with a competitive edge, we have artist-designed medals up for grabs to go along with your bragging rights. Community matters to Rose Arts. Walkers are welcome in the 5K, and 50% of the proceeds from the Rose Art races go to the Larry Pontbriant Athletic Safety Fund. This fund, in honor of Larry, purchases on-site AEDs for schools and athletic fields and encourages CPR training. Go to roseartsfestival.com and click More to register. See you at Rose Arts on June 25th for music, art, and more. Rose Arts Festival is presented by the Edward and Mary Lord Foundation. Yes, and we're going to be giving away three more umbrellas, Rose Arts umbrellas. Stick around on our program today. You could win. Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich and 94.5 W233 DB Norwich.
Hello, this is David Roseland, the pastor of Crescent City Bible Church. We want to remind you that God loves you. He has a purpose for your life. He sent His Son to die for your sins so that you can live with Him forever. This summer, we would like to invite you to check out our Vacation Bible School from July 11th through the 15th, 9 a.m. to noon. Boys and girls ages 4 to 12 will learn about our Creator and His love for us. They'll make cool crafts, have snacks, play organized games, see a fun dramatic skit, and of course, spend some precious time in the Word of God. This time-honored tradition of Vacation Bible School has been going on at Preston City Bible Church for decades. Our director placed his childlike faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ as his Savior at VBS when he was a young boy here at Preston City Bible Church. Maybe this is the time for your young kids to learn about our Savior. We're at 293 Route 164 in Preston and at PrestonCityBible.org. Sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. There's been a major ruling on gun rights from the U.S. Supreme Court. In a 6-3 ruling, the high court has struck down a law dating back to 1913 that restricts people in New York from carrying concealed firearms. The State Rifle and Pistol Association, along with two men, had sued, claiming it violated their Second Amendment rights to bear and keep arms. The ruling could lead to more weapons on New York streets, as well as in subways, churches, bars, and at airports. It could also affect similar may issue laws in New Jersey, California, Maryland, Hawaii, and Massachusetts. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News, New York. Reaction just moments ago from New York's governor, Kathy Hochul. We don't need more guns on our streets. We're already dealing with a major gun violence crisis. We don't need to add more fuel to this fire. The U.S. Senate could vote today to advance a bipartisan gun reform bill formed in the wake of recent mass shootings. The Food and Drug Administration has just ordered all Juul e-cigarettes removed from the marketplace. It follows a long review of the company's health and scientific data. CBS's Robert Costa tells us the House panel investigating the Capitol attack holds another hearing in a few hours. For today, three witnesses will discuss Trump's alleged attempts to manipulate the Justice Department. We also expect to hear dramatic testimony about a showdown in the Oval Office on January 3rd, 2021, when several officials warned the former president that they and others would resign if he pushed them too far. A Miami judge has just approved a settlement of more than $1 billion for victims of last year's Florida condominium collapse that killed 98 people. Political lines have crisscrossed in the debate over whether there should be a three-month suspension of the federal gas tax. President Biden wants it and wants states to do the same. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin has tried to get his state tax sidelined. Unfortunately, our, our Senate, led by Democrats, said no. And I've sent the bill down three times, and they've said no three times. And I don't understand why, because this is such an easy way for us to give Virginians a break. A new report on long-haul COVID finds one in five adults who've had the virus in the U.S. have had persistent symptoms. Infectious disease specialist Dr. William Schaffner at Vanderbilt Medical Center. Loss of taste and smell continue for a long time, but more important, a sense of fatigue, shortness of breath, muscle weakness. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac says the average rate on a 30-year fixed loan inched up this week to 5.81%. Wall Street, the Dow is up 154. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more.
They're pounding on the door. They're calling on the phone. It's the collectors. It's those credit cards you ran up trying to start your business. Now you found out that a DBA hurts the family and brings the pain home. Do you remember hearing these commercials on radio? For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. It's no wonder they call him the godfather of credit. Ray Reynolds will get your score above 750. Do you need 50000 of corporate credit? By using corporate credit, you can finance a business, buy real estate, and stock under a corporation. Take advantage of numerous tax write-offs only available to a corporation. Now you can call Ray's webinar at 800-565-7933 and get your credit score up to 750 and receive a $1,000 cash credit card within days. Call 800-565-7933 to find out more about his secrets to success in helping fix and improve your credit. Remember, a new corporation set up right now will have the two years you need for a line of credit up to $150,000. In 2022, it's time to get your life back. Call 800-565-7933. That's 800-565-7933. There's been a name makeover for an invasive fish. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources thinks more people will eat Asian carp under a different name. So after hiring a marketing firm, the state has unveiled a rebranding campaign. In a state-released video, Chicago chef Brian Jupiter, winner of the show Chopped, announces... The new name for Asian carp is Kopi. That's C-O-P-I. It's short for copious, which is exactly what this fish is. Jupiter says it also lends itself better to various dish names. Kopi fajitas, kopi tacos, much better than Asian carp tacos, right? The fish threaten the Great Lakes, and officials say the fight to contain them would get a boost if more people would eat them. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. It was a shark that injured a swimmer off the coast of California. The man in his 60s suffered serious injuries to his stomach and leg. The beach at Lover's Point, about 90 minutes south of San Francisco, is now closed. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Interesting. I wonder if you uh, change the names of some things, they may sell better. It's like they changed that carp thing. Uh, hmm. Interesting stories. Welcome back to our program, 889-5252. Supreme Court decisions all over the place today. Uh, so in New York, you can carry concealed weapons. Uh, oh, boy, I don't know. I have to ponder that one for a while. People should have a right to protect themselves against crime. They had the stop and frisk, and they stopped that, but it worked. It really did work. Crime was down. Somebody looked suspicious in New York. You could stop and frisk them to see if they were carrying a gun. Unless people carried guns. Particularly uh, illegal guns. Who knows how many lives were saved because of it, but then it became not politically correct to do that. And uh, I don't know, maybe it just can't win. Anyway, this portion of our program is an open topic and We'd like to get your point of view on any issue, and uh, we'll be right back with you. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Can you safely treat a burn by yourself at home? I'll be right back with some things to know about burns. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging. 
help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Superficial and some partial thickness burns are the only types of burns that are appropriate for self-treatment. If you get a minor burn, immerse the area in cool tap water for 10 to 30 minutes, clean the area with soap and water. If the skin is unbroken, apply a topical anesthetic. If the skin is broken, apply a topical antibiotic. Apply non-inherent dressing and change as needed. All other burns should be evaluated and treated by a doctor, especially chemical or electrical burns. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. We're here for your entertainment, good conversation, keeping you up to date, what's going on in your community and um, world, national, regional, and local. Right here at WICHAM and FM. So Preston residents accept budgets in, in single votes. Article written by Claire Bassett in the region section of the day today. Voters might be starting a new trend in budget votes, approving both the school and town government budgets in the first referendum for the second straight year after multiple votes were the norm in past years. Voters yesterday approved the school budget 279 to 246 and the town government budget 295 to 230, not including the seven absentee ballots that remained to be counted after the machine tally was posted. The approvals came despite significant increases in both budgets. Residents at the June 9th town meeting had sent the two budgets to referendum unchanged with the proposed school budget of $13.45 million. So, just to keep you up to date, what's going on in uh, our Preston community? And, of course, you probably heard on the local news today... With uh, Marty, um, a fight broke out between two adults in the New London High School graduation ceremony. Two adults. You sure they were adults? According to New London Police, Public uh, Information Officer Captain Matthew, police responded to a report of a fight at the ceremony shortly before 5.30 p.m. Tuesday. The altercation was over when police arrived. No official criminal complaint was filed. The fight took place between the two spectators near the center of the bleachers around the school's Canamella Field, where the ceremony was taking place. Momentarily interrupted remarks from Principal Brian Mahan, pausing graduation proceedings and causing a number of graduates to stand up and turn around to see what the commotion was all about. Individuals involved in the disturbance were identified. One of those involved was determined to have an active arrest warrant out of the city of Hartford. Second individual involved in the disturbance was escorted off the property, told not to return by school staff and police. Hey, ay ay. Can't even get through a peaceful uh, graduation. Mm-hmm. So a few things I want to update with you. We have a gentleman who's written a, a book about the Beatles' Wives, very interesting book, and we'll talk to him a little bit after the 1 o'clock news. By the way, we want you to know that um, you can join the End Hugger Connecticut, End Hunger. 
New Haven Public Schools, Hamden Public Schools, and the United Way as they raise awareness about summer meals locations throughout the area. Volunteers will join community partners for a kickoff rally at the newly renovated Dixwell Community House, then travel to neighborhoods to inform families about the free summer meals program. Summer meals sites across the state will continue to serve free meals to all children and teens between June and August. So be looking for more updated information on that, just to let you know about helping out those that are less fortunate throughout the summer months. When you do business at Gear, Sand, and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand, and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it, and can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up for your next job at Gears. And uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Stu Breyer. It's the second hour. It is the second hour. You're absolutely right. And I've just been reviewing the Constitution of the United States of America, which I happen to be a citizen of. And uh, i just looking at the Second Amendment here, and it says, The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now... This the the Bill of Rights went to the Supreme Court. I don't know the case, but the Bill of Rights went to the Supreme Court, and they decided that it did in fact mean the right of an individual. That the, the Bill of Rights was not the right of the mass of people, but it was the right of the individual person. It's our warranty. It's our guarantee. Just like you're on the radio, and it says here prohibiting the free speech exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. So there shall not be any abridging of the freedom of speech. There shall not be any infringements on um, the, um, the bearing of firearms. And so this was a great day. This is a great day for us. And it's a great day for me. Norwich is very, very well known for infringing on our constitutional rights here to bear arms. Uh, I have people, because the way the state of Connecticut set up the uh, concealed carry, uh, first thing that happened when I came back to Connecticut, they took away my concealed carry and they took away my motorcycle license. And I said, well, but it's a license. I mean, are you going to take away, like, a marriage license? So what was the reason for taking away your motorcycle license? Because they want to make money. They want to make money. You you have to go through the Connecticut... Oh, so you had to get an... Okay, all right. You have to go through all of Connecticut's rules and regulations to get a motorcycle license. Okay, well, all but, the states do that, don't they? No. No? No. Well, a lot of them do. But that's baloney, Stu. I've been through some of the most intensive motorcycle courses on Earth, and, you know, the state of Connecticut just 
They just want your money, and it's a violation. It really is. Um, here's one that's really good. This is the Fourth Amendment, and I want you people to listen to this. I'm going to read it all out to you. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. That Fourth Amendment has basically been trampled on. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to see we're going to have a revitalization here of conservatives. And people are going to start being bold and be, being conservative and start to bring back the rights that we really have. Because, you know, you watch the television and they show you all of these emotional rights. You don't have any of those rights. You don't have you don't have the right to have green hair. You don't have the right to have an abortion. What you have a right to do is you have a right to bear arms, you have a right to have free speech, and you have a right to be secure in your house. And that's and that's a right. Those are rights. And I'll go into more of them in the future. All right, thanks for the call. You're welcome. Let me just go into my Ponderosa on that for just a little bit, 889-5252. Of course, some people take advantage of the rights and do some wrongs with what the rights are. How about um, an interesting editorial that was brought to my attention last hour? And we'll uh, get to that in just a moment. So you've decided to remodel your home. Congratulations. But where to start? Look down. Your flooring is boring. It's time to get to Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough for all of your flooring needs. Not just carpets. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell. Ask about our beautiful guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing available for qualified buyers. Thanks to all of our loyal customers for voting us best flooring company by Reader's Choice for three years in a row. So if you're ready to give your home a facelift, Start with your floors. Clough comes to your home to measure and give you estimates for free. Get two Cloughs, family-owned since 1972, across from BJ's on Crossroads in Waterford and at CloughCarpet1Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home, the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. It's hard to understand some laws. It's supposed to be a law that you cannot uh, demonstrate in front of a Supreme Court justice's house. At least that's what I have read. And yet there is no penalty to do so. There's a law that says you should not, you cannot come into this country illegally. What happened to that one? So laws can be very confusing. I want to remind you that ham operators, and there's a lot of them out there, they have uh, emergency communications capabilities. And on June 25th through the 26th, Zagre Farm Museum at 544 Amston Road in Colchester is having a uh, get-together for the Amateur Radio Society. So if you'd like to check that out, be a lot of camaraderie with your uh, 
folks that are with the demonstration emergency communications ham radio operators. So if you'd like more information on it, it's 886-0762. All right, editorials. I like to read most of them. A lot of different opinions. This is one uh, by Cal Thomas in the day today. While inflation, high gas, and food prices are falling, stock market corrosive politics and a looming recessions are all causes for concern, even alarm, two recent Gallup polls reveal an erosion of foundational principles that are key to a stable and enduring society. According to Gallup, 50% of those surveyed believe the state of moral values in America is poor. 37% say they are only fair. The trend is not headed in the right direction as 78% think that they are getting worse. One doesn't have to look far to see the reason for this pessimistic outlook. Consider what is being taught and not taught in many public schools and universities. The media, social broadcast, cable and entertainment mostly focus on the tawdry, It's news that Emma Thompson is doing a nude scene in a film because she wants us to love our bodies. It's news that Kim Kardashian wore a dress once worn by Marilyn Monroe when she sang Happy Birthday to President Kennedy in 1962. And it goes on to say, don't even get me started on the fascination in media have with Harry and Meghan. Things once considered wrong and immoral are now paraded as the opposite. And woe to those corporations, institutions, and individuals that claim otherwise. Do you need more examples? There isn't enough space to list them all, but these few will do. Mass shootings in schools and everywhere else. Speaker Nancy Pelosi appearing on Paul's Drag Race and remarking, This is what America is all about. Drag queen stories, hours at some elementary schools, and other actions related to the promotion of the acronym known as LGBTQ+, gender identity, and fluidity. Facebook's list of gender categories now totals 58. A library system in Maryland hosting social justice and activism camps for ninth graders to teach them how to engage your activity, activism. Make connections to your community and develop your passions. Oregon Governor Kate Brown signed a menstrual cycle dignity bill that requires thousands of new tampon dispensers be placed in boys' bathrooms. A Washington, D.C. elementary school gave pre-K through third grade children a lesson on anti-racism that asked them to identify racist members of their family. We can't make this stuff up. It's happening. Moral decline, along with massive debt, has contributed to the collapse of great nations in the past. If a foundation is defective, any house built on it will likely experience distress. What makes us think that we can escape the judgment of history and avoid a similar fate? A house and its foundation must be maintained. A car must be serviced. A body must be taken care of. So must America. The second Gallup poll found belief in the existence of God has reached a new low. 81% of those surveyed said that they believe in God, but the number is down six points from a consistent 87% that held that that belief between 2013 and 2017. The two polls should be seen as related. 
When a vacuum is created, pressure builds from the outside to fill it. If growing numbers of people don't believe in God, they have to believe in something. Without a power to restrain humankind from our lower nature, anything goes. Is this where we want to be, and is this the direction in which we wish to be headed? I once heard the late evangelist Reverend Billy Graham say, America was not at a crossroads, but had traveled down the wrong road and needed to come back to the crossroads and take the right road. What if we can no longer agree on the right road and where the wrong road is leading us? Something to think about that editorial. Some of the things you may think, well, that, that, has, that can't be true. That has to be made up. <laughs> but these are factual things from around the country. So you may want to check out that uh, editorial today in the day paper. It was written by Cal Thomas. And go over it and see what things you believe and things that you may not. We'll be right back. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants. The bands. The shops and beaches. And of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. So maybe we get enticed by these uh, bizarre things in the news to take us away from some of the real problems. And maybe that's the deal, huh? Get into the gossip of uh, Hollywood and make some of them heroes like the Kardashians. The Oregon governor, once again, I have to tell you this, Kate Brown signed a menstrual cycle dignity bill that requires thousands of new tampon dispensers be placed in boys' bathrooms. Hmm? You're saying, no, <laughs> that can't be. Well, it is. I guess we got to watch who we're electing. Hmm? All right, on this program, as you probably know, you all opinions are welcome. Even mine, and the number is 889-5252. You certainly don't have to disagree with me, but you can join us at 889-5252 is the telephone number. Some of the other news that is uh, going on we can talk about. Also, a little bit later on, we'll be giving away Rose Arts Festival umbrellas. Man pleads not guilty to trying to kill Justice Kavanaugh. We're still waiting for the president to say something about it. Maybe Nancy Pelosi. A man who was arrested near Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home in Maryland earlier this month pleaded not guilty Wednesday to trying to kill Kavanaugh. Nicholas John Roski, 26, California, remained in custody after his arraignment on one count of attempting to assassinate a Supreme Court justice. During the arraignment, he bowed his head and clasped his hands around his neck as he answered the magistrate judge. His public defender, Andrew Skilke, 
told the judge that he was satisfied his client was getting the medical care and unspecified medication that he needs while in custody. There's a tentative trial date on August the 23rd. And right after that attempt at the life of uh, Judge Kavanaugh, the uh, demonstrators were right there the next day, right in front of his house. No respect whatsoever. And the United States is expanding monkeypox testing at commercial labs. Be hearing more about that. And the good news about the baby formula. It's going to be imported from Mexico to ease the shortage. And uh, what else do we have? Uh, Look at this one. Florida team hauls an 18-foot, 215-pound Burmese python. Yikes. How'd you like to be a part of that uh, movement, huh? We don't like snakes to begin with. WICH, welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. I heard you mention, oh, you know the Kim Kardashian dress that she was wearing, Marilyn Monroe's dress? She borrowed it. Mm-hmm. In a picture in USA Today last week, it showed her wearing it, and a person or um, said that they recognized where there were um, seams pulled, buttons missing, sequins off. She ruined the dress. This is what a guy said, because he said he had seen that dress, and after she wore it, she ruined it. But, whatever. It was that famous one she sang in to President Kennedy. Right. It was a birthday song. Mm -hmm. It was that dress. Yes, I've seen it a lot of times. Yep. And on that uh, Preston thing, uh, on the budget, I still question... Why are, whatchamacallit, mill rate had to go up when they're going, they, they've got one million coming to the town from the federal government. And you know what's not fair? When we came back here to this house in 2010, okay, our mill rate was only 21% in Preston. Now it's up to 2788 and I know why nobody wants to hear it, but we should have never, never bought that property down there, North Hospital, for a dollar. I, I, I'm really disappointed in that. Very, very disappointed. Um, you think you could have got it for less? Is that it? No? Well, no, we oh. shouldn't have taken it on mm-hmm. at all. Our I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Never went mm-hmm. up much. I know everybody's goes up, you know, but this is ridiculous, and it. it well, everyone's going to be paying higher car taxes out there. I do know that. Oh, and you know what? When we had Trump in, house per, the percentage on a mortgage was only something like um, 2.29 or something like that. It was in the twos, okay, to t- get a 30-year mortgage. Now I heard it this morning. It is something like 5.8 something. It's going up to 6 percent on a 30-year mortgage, and it is making people not be able to buy houses. I don't know why they want this country to come to a screeching economic halt. All right, Sue, I got to go. Thank you. Here's that uh, Marilyn Monroe when she was wearing that outfit that I guess one of the Kardashians was wearing. Um, She was on stage. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. You know that she was not well that night. She was uh, really feeling poorly, but she made it to that event. And allegedly, uh, and there's a lot of facts about it, that Bobby and John had uh, affairs with Marilyn Monroe. But nobody wanted to talk about it. Still, you know, ever, did you ever have a hero and then you find out there was something bad, naughty that they did? You know, I can't hear this. I don't believe it. All right. <laughs> you don't have to. Strange things are happening. This is the president. And then we, of course, had uh, Mr. Clinton and a number of other situations like Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And I know boys will be boys, but maybe when you're president, you should cool it a little bit. I don't know. Controversial stuff. A lot of people probably don't want to hear about it. So let's see what else do we have here. Uh, Some of the updates and things that are going on in our community. Let me take a little break. And if you'd like to join us on... Any topic, your opinions are certainly welcome here. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, in Norwich. All right, in the good old summertime, it's sunny today. Temperatures will hit about 74. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy. Areas of fog, 61. And Friday, mix of sun and clouds and warmer, 83. Saturday, sunny and hot, 88. And Sunday, 90. Heading for the beach. If you're going to the beach, go early. You don't want to get into that big traffic situation, hmm? Currently, our temperature has uh, moved up to 76 degrees. But now I want to give you a chance to win a Rose Arts Festival umbrella. It's a beautiful umbrella. And if you're calling number 5 at 889-5252, naturally, if you haven't won the umbrella yet from us, 889-5252, and you will win the umbrella. And praying, planning, and dreaming each night of his charms that won't get you into his arms. So if you're looking to find love, you can share. All you gotta do is hold him and kiss him and love him and show him that you care. Start that won't get 
Wishing and hoping. All right, let me tell you what happened on the line. Uh, we had Heather Link, who was the right caller, but the uh, disturbance on the phone hung it up. So, Heather, call me back, and I'll tell you how to get your umbrella. All right? But the winner was Heather Link, and then the phone went spazzo. <laughs> I have no idea why, but uh, let's see if uh, Heather is on the line now. Hi, WICH. Hello, is this Heather? Hello? Oh, what's going on with our phones here? This is really weird. It's no time to have trouble with the phones when you're having a contest. Well, why not? It's as good as time as any. So give us a try now again, uh, Heather, at uh, 889-5252. Hi, WICH. Hi. Is this Heather? No. Okay, I was looking for Heather because I know she had one, and then the phone went spazzle. But if she doesn't get back to me, uh, we'll have the contest again, all right? Hi, W-I-C-H. Yeah, a beautiful thing. You're not Heather. <laughs> no, but I've seen a beautiful thing, and they've politicized the VA uh, in the optometry department, or whatever you call it, the eye doctor. And, uh, Can you hold on one second? I'll be right back, okay? Yeah. W-I-C-H. This is Heather. All right, Heather, I found you. <laughs> all right, Heather. Um, hold on, I want to get your phone number, all right? Be right back. Oh, so many things going on here. We'll work it out. I thought I heard you in the background, Heather. What's your phone number? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are uh, on Saturday, on the 25th. Just go to the information booth at the uh, Rose Arts event. It's free to get in there and pick up your umbrella. They'll have your name. You're welcome. Bye. You too. Okay. I think we got that squared away. Sorry about that uh, situation, but, you know... It happened. I hope that gentleman will call me back. Hi, are you there? Nope, he's gone. Okay, I wanted to put him on hold, talk to Heather, because I needed to get her phone number, and we're all set. You have to make the, ba- the best of a situation that goes a little bit of foul. So the gentleman that called up prior to me talking with Heather, call me back at 889-5252, and I would love to hear what you have to say. How's that? I have a guest at 105 today, and that is uh, a book about the Beatles' wives. I read the book. It's fascinating. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello there. I just wanted to say, you keep mentioning how Biden doesn't apologize for people picketing in front of the uh, Supreme Court's justice there, but um, Trump didn't apologize to the public for people wanting to hang Mike Pence or for picketing at the Capitol. So, no, I understand. I wanted and, to and, point and that out. That's true, but two wrongs don't make a right, do they? I know, but don't keep complaining about Biden not 
apologizing when the other one didn't either. Okay, I mean, I complain a lot about Trump, but you have a good point, and I thank you. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu Briars, Trish Blazinski from Uncasville. Hey, Trish, good. How's everybody? Doing great, doing great. Uh, I noticed in your in uh, conversation and getting everybody's opinion, which uh, I give you a 10-plus for that. Okay. Um, and I want to mention... Uh, Something on a lighter note, the Rose Off Festival this, this weekend, correct, Stu? That's correct, yep. And uh, do I just go to uh, information about what's playing and what's happening on, on some kind of website, or how's that work, Sure, you can uh, go to um, Rose Arts Festival uh, Norwich website. You should be able to get all the information on that. Well, I'm excited for that. The last time that was like three years ago, was it? Yeah, COVID, COVID stopped it. We were going strong, and then... Uh, yeah. COVID came around, but this year everything is scheduled to go, and there'll be uh, music, there'll be art shows, um, everything, whatever you like. Oh, that sounds wonderful. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's something that's a lighter note and something to smile about. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot to smile about there, and you know, you, of course, you know where they're located, right? Uh, over by NFA, correct? Chelsea Parade, yep. Well, it's been a long time, but yes, I think they had, like I said, four years ago before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm interested maybe you'll go down there and see what to happen. But I want to see what buying tickets for whatever the performances are going to be there. I didn't know still. Performers will be there. You know, it's it's free tickets to go in. Oh, it is. And I do believe that, um, you know, the performances will be, you know, available to everybody. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's how it will be. It'll be under the tent as, well, as it used to be, correct? Yeah. Did you, did you go back uh, to the festivals years ago? No, I missed the last one. It was four years ago. I, I missed it. I, uh, yeah, didn't make How it. How about sense. the original ones? Oh, the, absolutely. They're all the time. They're Stu Breyer. <laughs> I was uh, so excited every year when that would come around. Every every single year. Oh, my God. We see the four seasons. We go way back. And it, it was such a pleasure and a wonderful, exciting thing for people to come together. It was marvelous. It was marvelous. It was fantastic. But thank you, Stu, for all you do, and God bless, and I uh, hope everybody's smiling because things will have to get better. All right, Trish. Thank you so much. Good to hear from you. Okay, take care. Okay, bye, Stu. Yes, it's Rose Arts Festival time. Just amazing. I wonder how many pictures are available. Our, our good friend Bill Stanley, I remember, I always said, Bill, maybe we should have... Uh, one of your books. All of his books are fantastic. Have you ever had a chance to read them? Just about the entertainment that came to Norwich. And I don't know how many pictures he had, and he had tons of pictures, but if there is pictures of the original Rose Arts Festivals, somebody should put that in a booklet. All the uh, wonderful acts that appeared there, and I'm sure many people have pictures of remembrances of those days. But we're going to have fun this weekend. I hope you'll be a part of it, because by golly, we deserve a little fun, right? Get away from all the aggravation and just have a good time. Have a good time at the Rose Arts Festival. In the meantime, I apologize to that gentleman that I lost on the air. I had him hold on so we could get the winner of the uh, umbrella. But if you'd like to call back, that's fine. And welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Stu. Hi there. Um, if anybody wants to look at the old stuff, you know, for the for the Rose Arts Festival, yeah. there's a photo gallery right on the website. Really, and it's got a lot of the uh, different a shows. A lot of the old stuff before COVID got in the way. 
Oh, good. I'll, I'll check that out today. Yeah, they got everything on there. It's a nice website. Well, thank you for that, sir. Yep, no problem. Appreciate it. Yep. I had the privilege of uh, emceeing some of those shows at the Rhodes Arts Festival. We really enjoyed that a lot, seeing all our friends there. Just a wonderful time. And, of course, they had the uh, wonderful pancake breakfast. (laughs) I didn't mention that yesterday, but yes. If you love your pancakes, they definitely had a pancake breakfast, among other things, and the Rose Arts Ball. Yes, we dressed up for that. I don't know if this is the last time I dressed up, but one of them anyway. Uh, all right, 889-5252 if you'd like to check in with us. In the meantime, I want to tell you about the gentleman who's going to be on our program at 105. His name is Mark Shapiro. He's written some fantastic books about some of the entertainers. And it's all true life stuff. And he wrote a book because he figured everything else has been written about the Beatles except the women the men we loved fell in love with, the Beatle wives. Some of the stories are absolutely remarkable. Some are subject to legend and lore. Some think that uh, Yoko broke up the Beatles. Lots of other things. But these stories uh, happen to be true. So the, uh, the wife of George Harrison, his second wife, Saved George's life, probably, with a lampstand and somebody who was an intruder of their home. Of course, now everybody has bodyguards. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Uh, uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Biden, uh, the reason I bring this up is uh, Mr. Singh from Norwich. He's on the city council. Mm-hmm. He, he's, a, he's a Democrat. Right. And, uh, he's a very hard worker. He's a very nice guy, and he owns a gas station here in Norwich. Mm-hmm. And um, yesterday, uh, Mr. Biden on national TV accused all of the gas station owners of ripping off the uh, people and blame the gas stations for the high price of gas and told them to drop the prices immediately, which he he knows nothing about it. it's not the gas stations that set the price of the gas it's the it's the uh, big oil companies that set the price so it's another ridiculous statement out of the white house yeah so i'm just wondering my, my question or my point was is that uh once again he insulted hard work and i'm just wondering how the democrats like mr singh feel owning a business here in norwich a gas station particularly and he hears comments coming from from the Democrat president um, that he's ripping off his customers on gas. I'm just wondering how, how these people feel about this. They don't call and they don't say anything about well, of this. Of course, stuff. the gas station owners uh, obviously are upset, but you know they represent the local community, so it's it's different. Yeah, he's a very he's a very hard worker. Yeah, he, he's he's had this gas station uh, for years in Norwich Town, and he's a he's a very nice guy. Mr. Singh, I've known him for a long time. Well, Mr. President, uh, how many gas stations are closing now because they, yeah. they just can't? But to to, to make, make a comment like this mm-hmm. about these hard-working people and insult them, saying that they're stealing money from the customers, yeah. it's 
just uh, it's just beyond the, the, the pale of this guy on what he, the things he says. And um, uh, you know, I'm just wondering if just if there's a Democrat listening and they own a business, especially a gas station. I'm just wondering how how they feel about these comments made about them. Okay, I'm sure that uh, that's not true. What he said. I mean, I know people where I get my gas and. They just say it's horrible. No, horrible. I, I don't I mean, think they make, uh, believe it or not, I don't know the exact amount they make per gallon. They don't make a lot, no. But I think it's no more than like 10 cents a gallon, it's maybe 20 uh, cents. They're not in business to take a loss, that's for sure. No, mm-hmm. and it's not them. They don't They don't set the price of the gas. The gas stations don't. don't. I know that, yeah. They, yeah. guy the other day so, said to me, gee, Stu, you should have... You should have come yesterday, and now it's ten cents more. And you know they didn't say, "Oh, let's do it ten cents more." That's not how it works. Yeah, and even the, even his own Democrats are against him dropping the uh, uh, the eighteen cents and twenty four cents on the on the yeah. diesel uh, fuel. Even Barack Obama uh, was against that. Mm-hmm. They're all against it. Uh, many. That's not going to get passed in Congress. So he wasted his time even bringing that up yesterday. Yeah. Also during his uh, speech. But anyways, it was very insulting. I, I, I wouldn't want to own a business and work very hard. These people are open seven days a week, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, these convenience stores with these gas stations. And uh, and to listen to something like this from uh, your president of the United States is very insulting. All right, Lair. Um, okay. Certainly agree with you. Thank you. Okay. Hello. Welcome to our program. Hey, good, uh, good morning. Good morning, Stu. Hi, Joseph. Yes, hey, Larry hit it on the head just now, and I, I agree with him, and uh, certainly you know about it, too. Hey, the gas station right here in Norristown, I've been going there for over 30 years, and I know for a fact they told me the company, the product they sell for the, for the gas and the diesel, it's uh, whatever, it's, I'll, I'll just throw it out, it's golf, the gas station. The people that run that store don't make a profit on the gasoline. The company that sells the gasoline there, gives them the store. The money they make is all the stuff they sell inside the store. Okay. That's how it works. They don't make no money on the gas. And if they do, it's minuscule. Maybe a few pennies per gallon. Well, they must they must make something, Joe, or they wouldn't have it, would they? Well, they, well, they do, Stu, but they, mm-hmm. what the deal is, that's why they're open seven days a week, Stu. It's all the, all the products they sell in that store. If you ever go in these stores, yeah, they're I know. packed. They, they, Every every inch of space is rent. It's money. The, the owner told me. I talk to him all the time. He always gives me a coffee. He says, "Yeah," and that's how they make their living. That's why they work. You know, they're not open twenty four seven, but they are open seven days a week. They're never shut down. I think one day a year they're always shut down. But honestly, no, they make a couple of pennies. They don't make money on gasoline. They get a little bit stupid. It's very very little. And they do not control the prices of the fuel. Well, don't get mad at the messenger. They, um, you know, people yelling at them because the gas prices. It's nothing to do with it. No, it's ridiculous. They, you know, they have to do with the company that's providing the fuel there. They mm-hmm. say today, hey, we're raising it five cents. Today, we're going to drop it down seven cents. That's up to them. That's how it ro- that's how it goes, Stu. I just want to let you know that I'm looking forward to listening about that uh, book about the Beatles' wives. I oh, love yeah. the Beatles. That'll be fun. Thanks. Yeah, hey, my fa- I know your be- hey, your Beatle is uh, check this out. I know your favorite one was Paul. Uh, wait, Bob Edwards like Paul McCartney. You like John, and you know agree with me because I like George the best. Danny said, "Yeah, Joe, I agree with Danny. He's a guitarist, man. Hey, George was the lead, mostly the lead in in, in recording, and so I'm looking forward to hearing about. It. I never knew he was going to get uh, almost got killed." 
mm-hmm. his wife Seda, but George was my favorite. But anyhow, I'm looking forward to it, bro. All right, thanks, Joey. See ya. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning. Hey, I'm glad to uh, hear uh, Larry's uh, feeling better. Yeah, it's good to have him back with us. Yeah. Yes, it is. You're talking about uh, earlier about uh, you say kind of like idolize somebody, then you you grow up and you find out that he's not that great, huh? Yeah, and we don't. Sometimes we don't want to hear it because you know you yeah. you picture somebody you have like a, a sports figure you uh, yeah you follow or or an actor or whatever. I think I was the most disappointed when I heard about Bill Cosby, who I thought was yeah. truly a great artist, a great gentleman, and Bingo. What was that all about? The, the thing about that, Stu, is uh, a man will let you down, but God won't. That's the whole thing. Well, some people that uh, we admire do the right thing, and uh, we don't find anything in their closet. Do you that's... think God's a baseball fan? Do I think God's a baseball fan? Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it's for the Red Sox. Because there are 108 beads in a Catholic rosary. Okay. And there's 108 stitches in a baseball. So they, they go hand in hand. All right. I, that's fine. You know fine. there's 108 stitches in a baseball? No, I never knew that. Now that's, what, that's how many stitches are in a baseball. 108. I was and just glad when I could hit one of them. Catholic rosary. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Any other stats today, or is that your, no? That's about it. And uh, I'm just glad Larry's Larry's feeling better. And uh, have a good day. Stu. You too. Thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Stu. Um, did you say gas stations were closing? Some of them have closed. Yes. Maybe well, not around here. Hmm? So, um, I wanted to say, did you hear in the news about? A guy who had prior convictions was arrested, put in the police uh, truck, okay? He wasn't secured, uh, and the police stepped on the brake to avoid an accident, and now he he could be possibly uh, paralyzed? Yes, I did hear about that. Uh-huh. I think that was locally. You know, I'm, I'm not sure, but... My point is... point is that some things happen and um, when you least expect them and they're accidents. No. Um, That's not the point? Well, no, you're right. I- I'm just saying, uh, you know, about the justice system, how I feel about it. Now, this guy had priors mm-hmm. and he gets arrested. There's a lot of resistance with a lot of these uh, individuals. The cops put, they're put in their harm's way. They do what they do. And, um, unfortunately, you know, I guess it's going to update, uh, the secure seatbelts, whatever, when they're, uh, putting this person of a suspect or person of interest secure in the vehicle. So, he may be paralyzed. I'm thinking that there's going to be a couple groups, and the families are going to capitalize on this. Number two, mm-hmm. I want to say I have no empathy on that. When they have prior 
prior convictions. Well, I don't exactly know what his convictions were. Mm -hmm. They're getting a gun Mm -hmm. doing the same thing. And, you know, the the courts are letting these people out with prior convictions that should be in there in jail for a long time. Why are they out with a long rap sheet? You know, that's what I wanted to say. Well, I wish I had the answer. Wish I had the answer for you. I talk about that all the time, and it's pure stupidity. You know, Stu, I love deeply, but I have no empathy for people who resist that has prior. I have no empathy. Okay, me too. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. How you doing? Hey, all right there. Cookie, what's up? Well, I'm glad that Larry is doing okay, I hope. Yes, he is doing and, better. It's uh, been a slow process, yeah. but um, thank goodness he seems better. Yeah, I, I pray that everything goes well for him. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make a comment on that man that uh, evidently right now is paralyzed. That man was drinking and had a handgun in his hand walking around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And um, there was there was a lawyer on last night on TV that said those those people are going to be sued to the tilt because the police officers the the man driving the bus to take him to the barracks uh, brought him straight there and uh, they dra- they threw him in a wheelchair and they dragged him into the cell and now the policemen that did this stuff are suspended. I suppose with pay, but I mean, holy crow! And I believe there's supposed to be seatbelts in those vans. So I would suppose the state of Connecticut is going to get sued uh, from the family and everything because they didn't do yeah, the right thing. Certainly I won't be surprised uh, with all the suits that there are out there. Yeah, it's kind of a. It's sad, but to me. I I don't understand why they they had to drag him around and he was kicking and screaming. I mean, you know, when you see these videos, it makes you say, what in the world is going on? Um, well, it's not easy being a policeman if somebody oh, is kicking no. and screaming. I mean, you've got to control them. But, um, you know, I wasn't there. I didn't see the whole thing, so... Yeah, it's on, it's, it's on the news, and uh, mm-hmm. I think that lawyer... There's a lawyer that I believe is going to represent him. I hope, I think it's the Dulos, the, the case of the missing wife. But, um, but I have not been watching the news too much. I wanted to just check on the weather, so I saw it during that time. Okay, it's but good I'm to take a to break. stay away from the news. Mm-hmm. It's the same rhetoric day after day after day. And the only thing we can do is when November comes, we vote. And we pray that we get a different president in the White House, if possible. That's all we can do, really. And um, I'm looking, my my granddaughter's coming in from Illinois um, with my great-grandson, so I haven't seen her in 15 years. Well, that'll be a wonderful, fun thing for you. Yeah, my my great-grandson is 13, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm kind of excited about that. They can't stay long. They have travel plans because her husband has never been to the East Coast over here, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're going to Salem, 
where the witches are because her maiden name is Mather, and um, she's related to Cotton Mather. So I don't know who so Cotton it, Mather it is. Fun, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, now tell me this: if, I know you're running late. Okay. Um, now Saturday is the uh, art festival. You say Rose Arts. Yeah, you remember the Rose Arts Festival, Chelsea Parade. Yeah, yeah. just go right in, okay. have a wonderful time. You know what I want to say? I'm going to complain. Why didn't they have the rose lit up around the holiday at Christmas? I love that. I love that rose of Norwich. I wish I could give you the correct answer now, but... Uh, I, I don't know why it wasn't there this last winter, and will it be there today for the, I mean, you know, for the festival. But everybody have a blessed day. You too, dear. Have fun with your uh, your folks. All right. Yep. Thank you, Stu. Bye. Hey, we got a news break. Um, our lines are all lit up, so you know, please save your conversations for a little bit later on. Personality Radio, WICH AM thirteen ten in Norwich, and we're on FM two now, W three W two three three DB in Norwich, ninety four point five. Here's the beep. It's new. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. The U.S. Supreme Court expands gun rights. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The ruling strikes down a New York law that said gun owners must have proper cause to get a license to carry their pistols in public. Justice Clarence Thomas's opinion builds on the court's 2008 decision that the Second Amendment guarantees the right of self-defense inside the home. The court now says that right extends outside the home. The three liberal justices dissented, with Stephen Breyer writing the ruling has potentially deadly consequences. New York City's mayor says it may feed a sea of gun violence. President Biden says he's deeply disappointed by it. New York Governor Kathy Hochul condemns the ruling, too. We do not need people entering our subways, our restaurants, our movie theaters with concealed weapons. The NRA calls it the most important Second Amendment ruling in a decade. The decision will impact six other states with similar laws. New government action snuffs out a major e-cigarette company, Juul. CBS's Alexander Tin in Washington. After a long-awaited review of requests from Juul to continue selling its e-cigarettes, the FDA says the company must now pull its products from the market after determining Juul failed to prove that marketing their vapes met public health standards. A Miami judge has approved a settlement of more than a billion dollars for victims of last year's Florida condo collapse that killed 98. CBS's Robert Costa says the House committee investigating the Capitol attack goes back to work with a hearing in a few hours. It now has new evidence, including hours of footage from British filmmaker Alex Holder. And CBS News has exclusively obtained two images from Holder's upcoming three-part series titled Unprecedented. And overnight, Discovery Plus released a trailer of the documentary, including interviews with the president's adult children and the former president being asked if he would talk about January 6th. Well, federal investigators are looking into the West Virginia tourist helicopter crash that killed all six people on board. This woman tried to help at the scene. I saw that there was a guy trapped, I guess the captain or whatever. I tried to get down to the door where he was at. I mean, you could see him plain as day, but the fire is just so hot. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't get to him. Much of the South is dealing with high temperatures today. WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen says it feels like the dog days of summer. Lower sections of Alabama right on through the northern third, approximately, of Florida. And uh, the southern half of Georgia under a heat advisory, we have temperatures today that will be climbing into the upper 90s to low 100s. Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 91 points. The Nasdaq is up 79.
This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. And homeless consumer access. Over 3030. Call 800 490 for disclosures and cost information. Are you more than 10000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Get off the endless debt treadmill and start saving money each month. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Call Total Financial now at 800-208-1312. 800-208-1312. Financial questions, recent economic conditions have prompted plenty of them. How prepared are we in terms of money saved for a rainy day in these days of inflation? Well, a new survey shows more than half the people questioned not very comfortable at all. Bank rates, Greg McBride. While 34% of Americans have less emergency savings than they did one year ago, inflation being at 40-year highs certainly erodes your comfort level with and the buying power of your emergency savings. Other findings, just 40% of millennials have at least three months expenses saved compared to 47% of Gen Xers, 62% of baby boomers. Tom Foti, CBS News, Washington. In a move that could mean big money, Ohio State has won its fights to trademark the word the. The patent ruling allows the Ohio State University to control use of that little word on branded products like t-shirts and hats. Steve Kathan, CBS News.
he could have could added to that song if he did it over again welcome to our lunchtime oldie break we've got an interesting mix for you today and after that stirring song we didn't start the fire i thought we'd just kind of sit back and relax a little bit here's bobby goldsboro do the little drift away huh this is called the straight life Sometimes I imagine myself as a drifter Seeker of fortunes, connoisseur of great wines Dashing through meadows of yellow and green Trying to catch the impossible dream Leaving the straight life behind 
Sometimes my thoughts may find me in Mexico Drinking tequila, going out of my mind Having a ball on a couple of balls Treating the ladies to corn on the cob Leaving the stray life behind Suddenly all my silly thoughts disappear She comes to me softly with crackers and beer Winking and blinking and blowing my ear Running away with my mind It's great to be in love I'm not really thinking of Leaving the stray life behind I'm just playing a game in my mind Once in a while in my mind I go bumming Going to nowhere with no worry of time Running along chasing after a train Humming a song in the sun and the rain Leaving the straight life behind I can just see me on a tropical island Riding the surf and drinking coconut wine Having me fun with golden girls in the sand Chasing the sun through an innocent land Leaving the straight life behind Suddenly all my silly thoughts disappear She comes to me softly with crackers and beer Winking and blinking and blowing my ear Running away with my mind It's great to be in love I'm not really thinking of Leaving the straight life Speaking of the Rose Arch Festival, uh, he was there a couple of times. Bobby Goldsboro, who brought us some great hits. That's called The Straight Life. Remember when you were little? Go straight to your room. But I don't have one. It's straight there. Relax. Enjoy the day. 75 degrees. Summer is in the air. Let's go to the year 1960 when Brenda Lee was barely 15 years old. And the record company Decca Records said, I don't know, she may be too young to sing a song like this because it's about a relationship. I don't know. And then they said, okay, well, let her record it. And luckily they did because it was a number one hit. Would have been pretty sorry if she didn't record it. I'm sorry, so sorry.
sorry, so sorry. Please accept my apology, but love is blind, and I was too blind to see. And play with your Barbie doll, Brenda Lee. Sorry. Stu Breyer with you, warming up now, 75 degrees, chance of a shower today, but ah, not really a lot. Sunshine 61 tonight, Friday, sunny and warmer. Temperature 83, 88 on Saturday, and we could hit 90 degrees on Sunday. Well, we're giving away those beautiful umbrellas for the Rose Arts Festival which you can pick up on June the 25th. And if you haven't won an umbrella from us yet, we'll take caller number 5 at 889-5252, and we'll tell you how to pick up your free umbrella. Little sister. Little sister, don't you. Little sister, don't you. Little sister, don't you kiss me once or twice And say it's very nice and then you run Little sister, don't you do what your big sister done Well, I dated your big sister And I took her to a show I went for some candy Along came Jim Dandy And they snuck right out the door Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you Kiss me once or twice And say it's very nice And then you run Little sister, don't you do What your big sister does Every time I see your sister Well, she's got somebody new That little old boy will guess I'll try my luck with you Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you Little sister, don't you Kiss me once or twice And say it's very nice And then you run Little sister, don't you do What your big sister does And pinch your turned up nose But you've been a growing And baby it's been showing From your head down to your toes 
The other side of that song was Marie's The Name of His Latest Flame, so you really got two for the price of one on that record. Congratulations to Billy Martin. He wins a beautiful umbrella. Billy's from Jewett City, and he can pick that up at the Rose Arts Information Booth at the event Saturday, this Saturday, June 25th, at Chelsea Parade. I have one more umbrella to give away shortly. Maybe you'll win the next one. What's happening in New Orleans these days? Here's Freddie. Well, way down yonder in New Orleans, in the land of the dreamy sea, in the Garden of Eden, you know what I mean. Yeah, Creole babies with flashing eyes, softly whisper with tender sighs, and then you stop. Oh, won't you give your lady fair a little smile? your life sang a song without going hey whatever works for you huh what year should we go to now how about 1966 
I hope you never part I once found love Found love just like you But then he came He might come to you And don't you know that Everybody's got to lose somebody sometime But everybody can put Everybody's got to lose somebody sometime So take care that you don't lose your heart and Take my advice and you'll always find And you'll be happy all of the time Take my advice and you will see You'll be happy as you can be To what I say, I say Everybody's got to have their day Don't you know that Everybody's got to love somebody sometime Everybody's got to win a heart Everybody's got to love somebody sometime When you do, I hope you never pause Never part Listen people Listen people Listen people, some people say listen people, but wasn't he a fighter, listen? But that's listen people by Peter Noons and Herman's Hermits from Site 66. Uh, after the news, you love your music, you're going to want to know about the women the men we loved fell in love with. Beatles Wives is the name of the book, and Mark Shapiro is the writer. He's scheduled to check in with us a little bit after one. We'll find out about the Beatles Wives. Some had three, some had two, some had tragedies, just like real life, huh? Can't sugarcoat everything, you can't do that. Here are the Beatles. I got something to say that might cause you pain. If I catch you talking to that boy again, I'm gonna let you down and leave you flat. Because I told you before, oh, you can't do that. Well, it's the second time I caught you talking to him. To tell you one more time, I think it's a sin. I think I'll let you down. Let you down. I'll leave you flat. Gonna let you down and leave you flat. Because I told you before, oh, you can't do that. Everybody's green. Cause I'm the one who won your love. But if they'd see. Listen to me. 
comes from their first American album called Meet the Beatles. Remember when that first came out? It sold millions and millions of copies. Coming up, Bobby Darren's going to do a little carpentry for us, and we've got an interesting mix for the rest of our lunchtime oldies. Enjoy with us. Up to 77 degrees now. When you do business at Gear, Sand, and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand, and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it. And can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up for your next job at Gears. Imagine this. You turn on the TV news and the weather folks are predicting heavy thunderstorms, high winds and possible power outages. They say that some areas could be without electricity for days. Think about it. How would the loss of power impact your family or your business? What if the power really was out for days? System powering down. Hmm. That's what it really sounds like when power goes out. Hurricane season is upon us. Don't chance your family's safety or your business. Hello, this is Charlie from ACDC Industrial Electric, reminding you to have your generators serviced and ready to go in case of an emergency this summer or fall. We have the most techs on the road with the most up-to-date training there is. We have the largest strictly generated deal in eastern Connecticut and western Leeward Island for parts and service. Visit acdcindustrial.com online or call Charlie at 860-886-ACDC. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Don't miss your chance to experience Rose Arts, New England's largest free music festival. Find your fun at the Rose Arts Festival in Norwich on Saturday, June 25th. With 14 hours of live music, food trucks, beer and wine garden, artisan vendors, model trains, snoop ball, and more. Spend the day in Chelsea Parade Park and then head to historic downtown Norwich after dark. Featuring a mix of national, regional, and local original music artists, don't miss this year's co-headliners. Dust Bowl Revival brings Americana Roots music all the way from California, and The Suffers bring soul, funk, and R&B all the way from Houston, Texas. Go to www.roseartsfestival.com or find us on social media for schedules and details. This event is made possible by the generosity of the Edward and Mary Lord Foundation. See you at Rose Arts on Saturday, June 25th for music, art, and more. How can you not be there? Everything, you know, music, music is free. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. We uh, can use a day like that, the Rose Arts. And we have another umbrella to give away very soon. It's a Rose Arts Festival special umbrella. But in the meantime... Here's Bobby. If I were a carpenter and you were a lady, if I was a carpenter, I'd pass out. I'd love to be a carpenter. Boy, they're so skilled, aren't they? It's amazing. If I were a carpenter and you were a lady, 
Would you marry me anyway? Would you have my baby? If a tinker were my trade, would you still find me carrying the pots I made, following behind me? Save my love through loneliness. Save my love for sorrow. I've given you my onlyness. Come and give me your tomorrow. If I work my hands in wood, would you still love me? Answer me, baby. Yes, I would. I'll put you above me. If I were a miller at a mill wheel grinding, would you miss your color box, your soft shoes shining? If I were a carpenter and you were a lady, would you marry me anyway? Would you have my baby? Would you marry me anyway? Would you have my baby? Tommy Darren, when he went through the folk music phase, he had a country music phase, folk music phase, and a rock and roll, and uh, he could do just about everything, huh? Bobby Darren. Association dominated the summer of 1967 with hits. There's Mary.
country classic we like to throw them in our lunchtime oldies anytime it's a dolly song you're gonna like it jolene don't be mean of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain and I cannot compete with you Jolene He talks about you in his sleep and there's nothing I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name Jolene easily understand how you could easily take my man but you don't know what he means to me Jolene 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 I'm begging of you please don't take my of men, but I could never love again. He's the only one for me, Jolene. I had to have this talk with you. My happiness depends on you and whatever you decide to do, Jolene. Yes, but you have Dollywood, and she has nothing, right? Jolene Wood does, doesn't fit. Hey, careful with the poison ivy out there, all right? Don't take any chances with those leaves. It comes on like a rose. Everybody knows. She comes on like a rose, but everybody knows. She'll get you in touch. You can lose. You better not touch Poison Ivy Poison Ivy Late at night while you're sleeping Poison Ivy comes a-creeping around She's pretty as a daisy But look up, man, she's crazy 
to really do you in If you let her get under your skin Poison Ivy Poison Ivy Late at night while you're sleeping Poison Ivy comes a creeping around Measles make you bumpy And mumps will make you lumpy And chicken pox will make you jump and switch And it's all free. Every day we take our lunchtime oldie break at WICH. The man who has the knowledge about the women who married Beatles. Fascinating book. Uh, The kind of book you pick up and uh, you don't put down. Well, how did they meet? I mean, it's just some of the circumstances and how they got together are incredible. We'll talk about that uh, with a gentleman right after the news. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Connecticut Army National Guard. Aired by the Connecticut Broadcasters Association and this station. So many years there were songs in England that never came over here. Even though some of our songs went over there. I mean, it was very rare. Maybe on just a couple of occasions. And then when the Beatles became popular, then all of those English acts came over here. We said, come on in. I mean, we could name hundreds of them. But here's a couple right now. Chad and Jeremy. Yesterday's gone. Hey. I loved you all the summer through. I thought I'd found my dream in you. For me, you were the one. But that was yesterday. Yesterday's gone We walk together hand in hand Cross miles and miles of golden sand But now it's over and done 
Cause that was yesterday And yesterday's gone We had such happiness together I can't believe it's gone forever Wait till summer comes again I loved you yesterday And yesterday's gone Yesterday's gone. So let's enjoy today, all right? There's a good good idea. Our buddy Gene Pitney, who was on our show several times, uh, left his mark, certainly. He's from Rockville, Connecticut. He had a string of hits that were just terrific, terrific hits, all top ten. This was the very first major hit for Gene Pitney. Mr. Gene Pitney in WICH, we have a song by Gene Chandler, 
who called himself the Duke of Earl because his big song was the Duke of Earl. And we uh, took military in high school. You know, we had the guns and the whole... They weren't loaded. No, no, don't worry about it. But before the teacher would come in, we would all stand up straight, waiting for him. And we would start going, Duke, 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 Duke. It became a tradition. Till he walked in one day looking at us like, what are you guys talking about? Through this world, nothing can stop the two lovers. And you, you are my girl, and no one can hurt you. Oh no, yes I. Duchess of Earth We'll walk through my dukedom And a paradise we will share Yes, I the Duke. Hey, let's give away another uh, umbrella, a beautiful umbrella for this year's Rose Arts Festival. If you're calling number five, and naturally if you haven't won one yet from us, be the fifth caller, 889-5252, and you got the win. Meanwhile, everybody loves a lover. I'm a lover. Everybody loves me. Something like that. Doris Day. Everybody Love's a lover, I'm a lover Everybody loves me Anyhow, that's how I feel Wow, I feel Just like Pollyanna I should worry Not for nothing Everybody loves me Yes, they do And I love Everybody Since I fell in love with you Who's the most popular personality? I 
can't help thinking it's no one else but me. Gee, I feel just about ten feet tall. Having a ball, guess you might call me Pollyanna. Everybody loves a lover. Person loves a lover. I can't help thinking it's no one else. Everybody loves me. Gee, I feel just about ten feet tall. I feel having a ball. I feel well. I feel just like Pollyanna. I should work, not for nothing. Everybody loves me. Pollyanna, you're Polly Doris. Hey, our winner is Joe McDade of Norwich. He got himself a beautiful umbrella. Picking that up at the Rose Arts Festival this Saturday. Come on down. It's free. Everybody have a wonderful time with music, lots of entertainment. Here's a lost vinyl by Tommy James and the Shondells. One of their many, many hits. One that you don't hear that often. It's called Say I Am. If you're looking for a loving man, a loving man, say, say I am. If you're looking for a hugging man, a hugging man, say, say I am. If you're looking for a kissing man, Kissing my say, say I am
very underrated group, Tommy James and the Shondells, because they had lots and lots of hits. Speaking of lots of hits, so did the Four Seasons. Um, once in a while, they would experience, experiment a few things, like singing a, a standard that no one would expect they would ever sing. They would squeeze that on some of their albums. Maybe something that uh, Frank Sinatra would have sung. I know, but they did that. One time they uh, one time they actually changed their name to the Wonder Who, and sang a song that uh, they thought maybe uh, somebody may know it's them. Of course, but once you heard the voices, you said, "Oh yeah, we know who they are." Anyway, let's play something by the uh, Four Seasons. This was a summertime hit. I can remember listening to this on the beach while the candy melted. Here are the uh, Four Seasons and Candy Girl. I've been a searching all this big wide world Now finally I've found mine We met her at the Sky Bar. Here you go. The gentleman who wrote the book about Beatles' wives. Fascinating book. We're going to speak with him right after the news. Uh, his name is Mark Shapiro. But let's have a, an update on the news. WICHAM 1310 Norwich and FM 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Fabric Life Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. President Biden says he's deeply disappointed by today's Supreme Court ruling on guns. New York's governor calls it reckless. The NRA labels it a watershed win. 
CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The New York law the court struck down dates back to the early 1900s, requiring applicants to demonstrate proper cause for a license to carry a handgun. But the conservative majority on the high court says Americans shouldn't have to lay out their reasons for wanting a firearm, and that the Second Amendment provides a right of self-defense in public. The ruling builds on a 2008 case in which the court said that D.C. couldn't prohibit residents from owning handguns kept inside the home. CBS's Stacey Lynn. New Yorkers are reacting. The state of New York has made strides in reducing gun violence. We need the federal government to step up and to prioritize life-saving gun safety measures. Governor Kathy Hochul. We don't need more guns on our streets. We're already dealing with a major gun violence crisis. In the Senate, a vote gets a gun reform bill passed a procedural hurdle. It now sets the stage for that bipartisan package to be finally approved. The FDA has ordered Juul to pull its e-cigarettes off store shelves. Matthew Byers is head of the campaign for tobacco-free kids. No product more than Juul was responsible for igniting the youth e-cigarette epidemic. Today's decision is the most important step the administration has taken in reversing the number of our kids who become addicted to e-cigarettes. E-cigarettes appeared in the U.S. more than a decade ago with the promise of providing smokers a less harmful alternative. Jim Crisula, CBS. News. And Jewel says it will challenge the FDA move. The House panel investigating the Capitol attack will hear today from federal officials who say they were pressured by Donald Trump and his allies. CBS's Trinity Chavez. Among those expected to testify today is former Acting Attorney General Jeffrey A. Rosen. The session is expected to examine a January 3, 2021 meeting inside the Oval Office, where the president reportedly discussed replacing Rosen with Jeffrey Clark. Clark was a lower-ranking administration official who supported Mr. Trump's claims of widespread election fraud. Political lines have crisscrossed in the debate over whether there should be a suspension of the federal gas tax. President Biden wants it and wants states to do the same. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin has tried to get his state tax sidelines. We have plenty of money in our Commonwealth Transportation Fund, over a billion dollars more than we anticipated. This costs a little over $400 million to provide this break, and I think Virginia's deserve it, and I think we should get this done. The Dow is down 160. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Fabric. Parents, cross off life insurance from your to-do list today with affordable term life insurance from Fabric. Apply now risk-free at meetfabric.com slash future. Are you more than 10000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Get off the endless debt treadmill and start saving money each month. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and even timeshares. Call now at 800-208-1312 for free information. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. We've been looking forward to uh, talking with uh, Mark Shapiro. He's got a book out that, uh, if you certainly are fans of the Beatles, and a lot of us are, The Beatle Wives, the women, the men we love, fell in love with. Hi, Mark. Welcome. Hey. How you doing today? Good. Good to have you on the program. Love the book. Glad you took the time to uh, do some research on that. Take you a while, did it? Uh, it took a while. Uh, it's an interesting approach because obviously there have been countless books on the Beatles, mm. 
Uh, but as far as the Beatle wives, in most of those books, at best they got cursory mention. Uh, sometimes they would get a bit of a bad rap, like in the case of Yoko Ono. Uh, but basically, there has never been anything approaching a definitive book on what the wives went through, what their lives were like before they met the Beatles and fell in love, uh, what the marriages were like, uh, if they ended sadly or they lived happily ever after. Uh, there's never been a book in detail, and that would I figured I could write just another book about the Beatles that would probably have the same information, or I could take a different tact. Which mm. is the, I'm glad you did. I think people would be surprised at the, the different ways. Well, I guess when couples get together, you know, it's, it's, it's timing, it's this, it's that, but uh, pretty unusual ways that they did get together. Seems like people that you would never have dreamt that they would have ended up with. Well, a lot of a lot of the relationships developed basically as a tenor of the times. In the 60s, Cynthia and Maureen were basically just kids going to school, you know, no no futures, no nothing planned, uh, just hanging out, having a good time, being fans of the music, being fans of the, the group. And uh, just quite naturally, they got to know the musicians. And in the case of Lennon and uh, Ringo, they fell in love both ways and uh, lived happily ever after for a while. Uh, in the case of Linda Eastman, uh, Barbara Bach, they both had careers before they met their future Beatle husbands. Mm -hmm. uh, they Theirs was a little bit more mature. Uh, at the other end of the perspective, there was Heather Mills McCartney, who I, I'm willing to give anybody the benefit of the doubt. There's two sides to every story. Uh, Heather was a bit of a, a train wreck. Oh, God, I read yeah, so much about Heather, and I had heard about her a little bit, but you go into quite a an interesting look at her, her life, and uh, do you think that's because of? Uh, I always felt that Paul would just stay Linda with Linda forever, and exactly. then it was maybe a bizarre rebound thing. Or what do you think? Well, I mean, they were. I think that would have been if Linda had lived. That would have been the marriage, the Beatle marriage for the ages. Mm -hmm. But I think what happens in the case of Paul is probably what happens to a lot of spouses whose whose other half passes away. Uh, he got lonely. Real fast. I think within a year he was probably already looking seriously at trying to establish another relationship. Heather came along. She was kind of socially and politically inclined a little bit, and that kind of appealed to him. And uh, he just, Paul had to be in love, and Paul had to be married, and Heather was there, and she checked the boxes. <laughs> you know. She came in like... It started out that way, but it started out that way. She came in like a cannonball, I guess. Uh, you know, the Ringo-Maureen uh, get-together reminded me a little bit of Elvis when he met this uh, gal when she was 14 years old in Germany, but um, the gal he married was 16 when he met her. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, the records indicate 16. Uh, it was one of those rock and roll things. She was a fan of the band. Uh, the Beatles were at a stage in their careers where they everything was very informal. They would meet their, their fans after the shows or before the shows. Uh, the Beatles were guys. I mean, they had women all over the place. And uh, relationships were bound to happen. And they were pretty much... I would say pretty much in the early days, the Cynthia Maureen days, it was pretty much more testosterone-driven, <laughs> more love, 
lust than love. But uh, all things being equal, I think for the time they were together, uh, those two particular marriages worked okay until they didn't. You know, Mark, um, I'm sure in the early days that uh, Brian Epstein didn't want the guys to be known with going with a particular girl or, God forbid, marrying one of them. Is that how it was? That was totally how it was. Brian would have fits every time he saw the members of the Beatles with girl more than once. Because the, f- the fan following at that point was, let's be honest, was y- largely young women. And uh, their loyalty could be tested at the idea that maybe their favorite Beatle was married or in a relationship. So Brian took great pains early on to keep the wives and or its significant others kind of in the shadows and kind of out of the public eye. But uh, inevitably what happened was people found out. Yeah. You know what I found really fascinating in your book, but then I really wasn't surprised that a lot of the Beatle wives, and you explained it in the book, um, really were in danger from these wild girls. Is that the case? In, especially in the early days. Yeah. The Beatles were just starting to come to prominence. Uh, the groupies, or, or the, the female followers, however you want to describe them, were very territorial. If they sensed that their favorite Beatle was seeing somebody... Uh, and that somebody happened to be at a show or something, and they found out. Uh, physical violence was definitely on the, on the uh, agenda. Uh, there's a couple of instances where the wives and or at that time the girlfriends would get punched, their hair pulled, chased down the streets, and just basically they had to, they had to be careful physically and emotionally because they had targets on their backs. You explain this in your book, but... Um a lot of times the Beatles on the road were not really true blue, and it seemed like a percentage of the wives said, well, you know, you got to expect this. Were you surprised when you researched that? No, I, I wasn't surprised. Uh, the fact that the women were so even-handed about it, they uh, to, to a person, they knew the reality. Mm-hmm. You can't be away from your significant other on the road and have every woman on the planet throwing themselves at you without succumbing to temptation once in a while. The women knew it, and that's, and that's almost not so much a Beatles thing as it's a rock and roll thing. Uh, a lot of wives have said, do what you're going to do. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want any unnecessary pregnancies to be haunting you and that kind of thing. I think the women maybe to a degree thought it was going on and uh, with the security of marriage and and true love, what they perceived as true love. Mm-hmm. Uh, some things kind of slid by the wayside. So, Mark, when you were you know, doing research for the book, was there anything that uh, you were truly shocked about that you found out with one of the wives or some of them? Well, I mean, uh, it's like everybody has a past. Linda Eastman McCartney uh, was quite the rock photographer. I mean, she had relationships before she met Paul, but then, you know, every man and woman on the planet have relationships before they met their true love. So, uh, but she was very professional, very established. Olivia Arias for Harrison, on the other hand, was real focused, real business-like in her dealings, and very protective of George when they got married. Uh, The story about her waking up in the middle of the night when a, a crazed stalker broke into the house and was beating George up she grabbed a lamp and beat the stalker pretty close to death. There was blood all over the place, and it wasn't George's. 
Uh, Olivia is actually probably one of the more straightforward and practical. I would put her and uh, Linda probably on the same level. I mean, they they were straightforward. They were protective. Uh, they were, in a sense, the perfect rock and roll wives because they didn't put up with much that was going to cross and, and threaten their mm-hmm. relationship or the, their men. Now, Linda was uh, actually, I guess, did a little singing with Paul on some of his albums. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, and Linda took a lot of heat for that, too, yeah. because, uh, you know, when you're Paul McCartney, you can do whatever you want and have whoever you want on your records. Uh, Linda gave it the old college try, and on a very, very limited level, she was passable as a singer and a musician, but uh, a lot of people were not too thrilled with the idea of going, paying good money to see Paul McCartney and having what they perceived as Linda's off-key vocals mm-hmm. kind of ruin it for him. And that's, that's perspective, too. I mean, that is a good sign that the marriage probably would have lasted a long time because Paul knew what was coming. He knew when he married Linda there would be the, the, the haters and the, and the people doing this and that and saying this and that. He loved his wife, and he wanted to give her a shot, you know? Who, who could argue with that? I learned so much about Yoko Ono in your book that I'm sure a lot of people... Uh, did not know, which is all new stuff about the Beatles. But it's like, is it folklore that she did break up the Beatles, or he was John was ready to leave the group at the time? Or all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it out right now for hopefully the final time. Okay, uh, Yoko Ono did not break up the Beatles. The Beatles, through business personality crashes, clashes, and just downright egomania were already on a decline as a band before Yoko was even in the picture. Yoko took a lot of heat for that because she, Yoko is the type of person who would kind of basically instigate herself through John into the band. She was around. She was at sessions. Uh, the talk was that she was influencing John in directions that were maybe not real rock and roll. Uh, but Yoko had nothing to do with it. John could have said no at any time to any of her requests. He didn't. Yoko was there very much in support of her husband. Her husband was there in support of her art. And uh, it's to basically blame any one wife or one girlfriend or one significant other for the demise of anybody, any band, any personality is uh, BS. I mean, the Beatles were on the, were on the way out the door before Yoko was in the picture. Well, I'm glad we finally cleared that up, Mark. <laughs> All those people that thought nasty thoughts about Yoko. Uh, I never understood the relationship with uh, John and, and Yoko, particularly the part where he thought she was artistic with her singing. I mean, I have uh, an album that, uh, you know, I could put near the door like a burglar alarm. <laughs> but uh, whatever it was, he found something in her singing. As far as her art, I'm not really that familiar with it. She was from my Excuse me. She was from a real progressive art, poetry, uh, bohemian background. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily the easiest kind of creativity to understand, but uh, by the time she and John met, she was uh, well on her way. She was established in certain communities as somebody who could really knew what she was doing artistically. I think uh, that people might have a better understanding of her when they read your book. 
about Yoko Ono and how she grew up, and um, I think they may feel a lot better about it. One of the more interesting, uh, and they're all pretty interesting how they all met, but um, when George's wife, I guess, ended up marrying Eric Clapton, which was George's uh, really good friend, is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And uh, basically, it was a... It was not so much the situation of Patty leaving George to go off with Eric, but the, the give and take that George and Eric had as friends. George knew what was going on. Eric actually came up to him at one point and said, I'm in love with your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a good clue, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> George basically, he was in a kind of a strange place when all that was going down. Uh, philosophically, religiously, uh, create creatively. Uh, it was. I don't want to say he he condoned what was going on, but I don't think he put up too much of a, a big argument about it. It was like he may have seen the marriage with Patty on the rocks, and he just he loved Patty enough to say, "Hey, go do what you're going to do." And George went and did what he was going to do. And you mentioned earlier about the. Uh, Beatles being on the road and being the philanderers and this and that. John Lennon always got the reputation as being the the, the major womanizer in the band. Mm-hmm. George Harrison was really more of the womanizer in the band. If you if you look into it a little deeper, he was once he lost his virginity in Germany, uh-huh. he was like a horn dog. <laughs> George, little George, something George, the yeah. quiet beetle, huh? The quiet beetle we used to call him and. I understand some of the things that went on in Germany were pretty wild. Oh yeah, uh, reading about them through the years. But this one is uh, zeroing in on the way. Did you get to? Inter- I know there's a lot of individual books that some of them wrote, but do you get to interview some of them personally? You know, I gave it the old college try. I, mm-hmm. I, I especially in the case of Patty Boyd, I actually tracked her down in England, mm-hmm. sent her a letter, uh, and the the big thing with a book like this is they've. All the, all the ex-wives have talked about this in ad finitum. They've all written their own books, and they reach a certain point where, and I understand it, they just don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, indirectly, in the case of Patty, I found out some stuff, because I did a book a few years before on George Harrison, and I tracked down the musician Delaney Bramlett from Delaney and Bonnie, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and he told me some stories about Patty that wound up both in the George Harrison book and in this Beatle Wives book that I think people are going to find interesting. Patty kind of knew where she stood with George, and when she got neglected, she got a little spiteful and maybe kind of ventured out on her own a little bit, if you know what I mean. Sure, yeah, that's right. It shows that they weren't, sometimes they weren't uh, pure as anything themselves. Yeah. But you can understand maybe the frustration of the, the whole situation. Some of these. How would you like to be married to a Beatle? I mean, that, that would be the question I would ask yeah. anybody. How would you like to be married to a Beatle? What would that entail? What would, what would you be having to deal with all the time, 24 uh, 7? You know, the women who have gone through this, and yes, I'm writing about the Beatle wives. But you could probably talk to any wife of any musician, any actor, any celebrity of any note, and they've probably got similar stories to tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're living life in a fishbowl, you know, stuff happens. 
They should know what they're getting in in for anyway. Exactly. I mean, Exactly. So the only one I really thought that um, maybe was just getting in there for the for the, for the money was uh, Heather, right? Was that the most you know, people thought kinda, that was? It kind of turned out that way. I think that marriage after, right, well, you know, they had a kid together, which probably kept them together longer than they would have. Uh, Heather was kind of a kind of a hustler, if you know what I mean. I mean, not like he was cheating on Paul, but it was like... She was always out for the spotlight. She was always out to, you know, to do mm-hmm. his, his name to get ahead in her own way, which was not necessarily bad, but, you know, it just it kind of strained on the marriage a little bit. I think Paul probably figured out, you know, a couple of years in that it was probably not going to work. Uh, Stayed there longer than he would have if it wasn't for the child, probably, as you say. Yeah. I would say, yeah. I mean, I think it lasted as long as it did. And he has a good relationship with the kid, by the way, just just to let you know. Mm. He does. Uh, I think Paul realized and I, that in the case of Heather, and if he's being totally honest with you, he rushed into that marriage, and he probably shouldn't have. It wouldn't have hurt him to stay single a little bit longer. I mean, I understand a guy being lonely, especially if the love of his life is, is is deceased, you know, but, and I've heard stories, not even so much in the entertainment industry, but just real people, you know, somebody loses a husband or a wife, and, you know, six months or a year later, they're remarried. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Paul could have probably, if he had waited a little longer and just gotten his life in order a little bit, I mean, that's what I would tell him, you know, it would be, it might have turned out a little bit different. Well, I'll tell you that, um, Paul McCartney was uh, right in town where we are. We were uh, Mohegan uh, uh, Sun is here in the Foxwoods, but he was in, uh, as you probably know, Fenway Park in Boston. Right. And had two shows that were what were getting reaction were phenomenal. And he packed them, and uh, people said the reviews were fantastic. At 80 years old, he still sounded pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a natural-born performer. I mean, I mm-hmm. think he'll probably do it until he... Yeah. Until his heart stops, you know? And the two surviving Beatles, which, uh, you know, you talk about in the book, seem to be more of um, in the background wives. Is that right? Barbara Bach, Ringo Starr's second wife, pretty much had 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 her career by the time she married Ringo and just wanted to... She had kids from previous relationships. She just wanted to live a nice, quiet life. You notice you don't see a whole lot of Barbara Bach in the in the tabloids or anything like that. She, by design, wanted to just stay out of the out of the limelight. She had had her moments and didn't mm-hmm. want anymore. Um, you know, it just. I think Paul, in his current marriage with Nancy, uh, I think he's found that finally at this late stage. She is somebody. Nancy Shovel is somebody who basically wanted to. Just she she loved Paul. She wanted to live the life. She was a little bit higher class than some of the women he had been with, and uh, she was quite happy. She loved Paul. She loved the life, and uh, she loved being out of the limelight. Yeah. And I think that one is going to work. I don't see Paul McCartney divorcing and getting married again anytime. Mm, no, I don't think so. And she knew him for a very long time. That's why some of these stories on how they met sometimes people that they knew and then they knew and then they really knew them. It's. Uh, it's really fascinating. I mean, I truly did love this book. Thank you. Of course, I 
always thought the Beatles were the best. I mean, yeah. it, when you get four guys that talented, it's it's just truly remarkable. Now, I, before we tell people how to get your books, Mark, you have a lot of books that uh, are certain uh, types of books like this where, you know, there are very popular people that you've dug into a lot of stories. Tell us about some of your other books. Okay. Well, let me give you a... a, a there's been... I, I think the book indicated 60. I mean, it's actually been closer to 90 published celebrity biographies. Wow. <laughs> uh, most Of most recent interest, I would say the book I did on Keanu Reeves, called Keanu Reeves' Greatest Adventure. Uh, that one was interesting. I took a little different tact on that. Rather than a straight biography, I got into the philosophical side of the guy. It went a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of it. I did a book recently, uh, the young girl poet, Amanda Gorman, who did a book, who did the uh, poetry reading at Joe Biden's inaugural. Hmm. Uh, Hers is a good, and it's probably a good young adult book, as well as an adult book. Uh, Amazing poet, who just, it's one of those rags to Richard stories you kind of hope for every once in a while. Uh, At the other end of the spectrum, uh, let me see, I did a book on the Korean K-pop group, BTS. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, people will learn a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and especially the history of K-pop. It's it's been going on a lot longer than BTS. Mm-hmm. I guess we could find out your whole list by going online. And yeah, I would say Amazon. I I I did a I co-authored a book with an MMA fighter named Tito Ortiz a couple of years ago. Uh, that was real interesting, actually. Yeah, it, we we went deep. It was a, it was an authorized book, but we got into some pretty heavy stuff. I think people who are into MMA or sports in general would get a kick out of that. It's called this was going to hurt. Are you currently uh, working on anything, or are you taking a break? Uh no, writer's work is never done. <laughs> uh, I'm working on something that should hopefully be out before the end of the year. Uh, it's a little off the beaten track. I don't know how many of your listeners know of the author Charles Bukowski. Um, no, what is he connected with? Maybe we can. Uh, he was a he was like the dirty old man of American literature. Mm-hmm. He was a loud, He died in 1994, by the way. But a brilliant author, probably one of the most in, in your face, straight, raw writers of poetry and short stories and novels you've ever met in your life. Uh, as a human being, he left a lot to be desired. But uh, I did a book. Again, there's been books on him. Uh, I did a book with, on, with the emphasis on all the films that have been made of his stories. Hmm. And you'd have to know his style of writing and his subject matter to know why tracking down these really bizarre and off-the-wall filmmakers and what they did. And I've, I've seen more Bukowski movies researching this than I can, you know. Well, that's, that sounds like a good read for sure. Now, you've been on the New York Times bestseller list. Yes, I have. That must be a, a proud moment. Oh, yeah. It's like... It, I. One item I checked off on my bucket list. Uh, it was a while back, but anytime you're, I was on the New York Times, it was a young adult book. Uh, it was a book on the life of J.K. Rowling, and uh, it was on there for four weeks. Mm. And, you know, I pick up the New York Times for every weekend, and there it would be, and you know, help pay for my house. So when did you start doing this? So you, you don't write any fictitious books. It's all about uh, people's lives. Is that no, correct? No, well, I actually do. So if, you can, if you want to give me a, a minute to plug something. Sure, no uh, problem, no problem. I, have, I am a published poet. 
Uh, my first book of poetry came out last year in a publisher in the United Kingdom. The book is called Existential Jibber Jabber. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I write for a particular magazine in the Midwest. I write vampire fiction and poetry. The magazine is called Night to Dawn. Uh, I write short stories. I write fiction. Uh, you know, writers write. Uh, it's as simple as that. I, there isn't a, a day that I'm not sitting behind the computer or writing something <laughs> longhand. Good for you. It's, it's quite an We Our sales manager here, Phil, has interviewed uh, Yoko Ono. He said she was a very sweet and uh, had some nice interviews with her. Yeah, I, I can understand. Yoko really took has really taken the uh, the crappy end of the stick, pardon my mm -hmm. French, but it was like she's not the way she's perceived in the press. And that's one thing people will get out of, out of your book. So obviously you can get it on Amazon. and uh, Amazon, you can get it directly from RiverdaleAvenueBooks.com uh, I you know, occasionally the books show up in stores, so you might do that. But if you're looking to get a, a good read, go to Amazon, punch in my name. I'm sure you'll find something there you'll like. What's the one person with your career that you would love to have interviewed for a book? Uh, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> now, this is kind of dating me a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, how many of you out there remember the original Twilight Zone? I sure do. Rod Serling. Oh I boy, would, yeah. I would, I would kill to just sit and watch him work. I wouldn't even have to be writing anything. Mm. Be around him. Uh, Bukowski would be a, another one as well. He, he's one of these characters that he was kind of like the angry young Hemingway. Hemingway was like a G-rated compared to Bukowski. Uh, I would love to just hang out with him and have a drink or two, and and that you know. Uh, I had a, a years ago. I did a what I consider a, a classic interview. Uh, it was in a sleazy bar. Uh, it was a dual interview between Tom Waits and Patty Smith. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, this was a long time ago. I, get, I think the horses album for Patty had just about to come out. And they sat there, had a couple of drinks, talked about poetry, talked about life. Uh, Patty Smith was real intense. Bukowski, I mean, not Bukowski, but Tom Waits was, uh, he had had a few before he got there, let me put it to you that way. And it was probably, I mean, somewhere I've got a tape of this, and I'm going to dig it out just because it's, it was, when you get an interview like that with two brilliant songwriters and poets, you know, doing their thing and talking at each other and stuff, those are the kind of things you live for. Yeah, don't lose those tapes. They they are truly precious. One of the most difficult things, and I do a, I'll interview a lot of people because they appear at the casinos near us. Yeah. So we talk to them. One of the most difficult things is you don't want to ask something that I know they've been heard. They've heard a million times. So you try to do something different. Yeah. But I'm sure they're used to it. Yeah. Sometimes they get annoyed. Sometimes they almost know the questions. I was I started out in rock and roll journalism, and by the time mm -hmm. you're the fifth interviewer of a, a brand new band, you know at the end of the day, they know what's coming. You know what's coming. You know what the magazine wants. But you know every once in a while you tend to cut through the predictability of it. Yeah, but you got to do it because that's what the audience wants. Yeah, they want to hear these things, of course. Well, hey, you do that, and the magic happens. Mark, it's a pleasure speaking with you. Good luck with this uh, Beatles Wives book. Thank you. And uh, I'm glad we finally got together. Thank you very much. What uh, town do you live in? I'm in Los Angeles, California. Oh, you're Los Angeles. Okay, right. All right. Great to be with you.
good day now. You too. Mark Shapiro, if you are a Beatle fan, you like the Beatles music, you certainly want to know about the Beatle wives. And I sometimes when I read a book, it takes a long time unless I'm really into it. This one I think I read in two days because it's fascinating stuff in there. All right, let's take a break. I hope you enjoy that. 889-5252 is our telephone number. Great things happening. Let's start your 2022 summer off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Get to Falvey's location. Located on Route 32 in Norwich, right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or visit us online 24-7 at falvies.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. So you've decided to remodel your home. Congratulations. But where to start? Look down. Your flooring is boring. It's time to get to Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough, for all of your flooring needs. Not just carpets, a huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell. Ask about our beautiful guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing available for qualified buyers. Thanks to all of our loyal customers for voting us best flooring company by Reader's Choice for three years in a row. So if you're ready to give your home a facelift, Start with your floors. Clough comes to your home to measure and give you estimates for free. Get to Clough's, family-owned since 1972, across from BJ's on Crossroads in Waterford and at CloughCarpet1Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home, the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new laundry set that provides a powerful yet gentle clean in less time, making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Get up to 25% off plus 750 instant savings on select appliances. Valid June 22nd through July 13th, U.S. only, gas dryer extra, see store for details. This portion of our show is an open topic. The number is 889-5252. At Pinnell's Auto, we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. My way's better. Even the mouthy ones. Need a quality pre-owned vehicle that'll save you thousands over buying new? Trust Pinnell's Auto Sales. Need repair and maintenance done right at a fair price? Trust Pinnell's Auto Center. Clean and simple, our family wants your family to have a dependable ride. That's why we won't put you in a vehicle we wouldn't put our grandchildren in. Grandpa, you're wrong. Even the mouthy ones. On Route 32 in Unclesville, online at PinellsAuto.com. Pinell's Auto. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. 
Get involved today at rotary.org slash action. Stu Bry with you on this sunny day. Welcome to the program. Yes, good afternoon, Stu. French Fry here. Hey, French Fry. What's cooking? Not much. I uh, heard somebody talking earlier about getting their motorcycle license in Connecticut and all that good stuff. And we moved to Indiana about 10 years ago, actually 12 years ago, went to the motor vehicle, switched my license over, and I got a CDL Class A and a motorcycle license. It was 10 general knowledge questions on a commercial driving license, 10 general knowledge questions on a motorcycle license when I was probably in and out of there in less than 30 minutes. And we moved back two years ago. I did the same thing in Connecticut, and it wasn't in no questions, no general knowledge questions at all. I just transferred the licenses over, and that was the end of that place. Uh, it so was it's really easy. pretty simple, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was no no big fees involved. I don't know, but uh, I see they getting some more gun legislation going on, and I'm thinking that. A carry license, if someone gets pulled over for a DUI or a drug possession or under the influence of, you know, drugs or and or alcohol while they're driving, actually, the, they should take that carry license away from them, uh, just like they revoke a driver's license for a period of time mm. until they figure everything out. That would be one thing that I'd be in favor of, since I don't drink and drive. Hey, French but, Fry, what uh, did you think of the Supreme Court decision that said uh, it's okay to carry I mean, it'd be all right, uh, you know, at home to have a gun to protect yourself, but now people can carry guns. Of course, not illegal guns, but people are afraid now there's going to be more violence. I don't know, or more people would be protected. I don't know. I've been carrying for years. Lots of people I know have been carrying for years, and we've never pulled them. Yeah. And we've never had a problem. And I think that the red flag law is a good thing. Um, I think... 21 for an AR-15 or that type of weapon is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of that stuff, but uh, it, they'll, they'll get the guns <laughs> legally or you know oh, illegally, no, or illegally. They're going to get what they want. There's no it's, doubt about that. There. No doubt about that. We just they, they want to pay that, that someone will buy one for them. You know, crooks mm. will have guns forever. So. And the other thing I wanted to touch base on, I don't know if anybody's talked about it, big thing on the news last night was that jewel, taking the jewel off the market. They should go one step further and take cigarettes off the market. I mean, if it's bad for your health, it's bad for your health. Yeah, it's a... Some things are confusing. They want that money. Yeah, it's confusing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the jewel's been around. I I don't do jewel. I don't do tobacco. I don't do any of that stuff. Uh, I don't know much about over. I don't know much about Jewel. How would you describe that? Well, that's that vaping. That's that. Oh, vaping the vaping thing. There. That's right. Okay, I know about vaping. They call it the Jewel, yeah. right? It comes in all different flavors. Well, that I makes guess, no sense. The young, the young people like those flavors, and they flock to it. And it's not supposed to be as bad for you as cigarettes, but you know they don't want them to get hooked on it. But they don't have that. They'll go back to cigarettes. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know either. Right now. <laughs> I don't know a lot of things either. That that things confuse me. Uh, that seems so <laughs> hypocritical. I mean, they're so hypocritical. Yeah. You know I what? Mean, when do no, we ban it's, chewing it's gum? Hmm? I'm sorry. We should ban chewing gum. The sugar it causes cavities. 
Okay, and I don't do much of that either. Once in a great while, I'll have a stick of chewing gum. But <laughs> other than that, um, but I mean, this, they've known cigarettes have been bad for years. They've been putting it on the package and this and that, yeah, and, and yet they still they don't have a problem selling them. They don't advertise them anymore. But, but uh, hey. I don't know. It's just like you say, it's hypocritical. Hey, good, uh, good to hear from you. Thanks. All right, kid. Have a good afternoon. You too. WYCH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WYCH and 94.5 FM. You want to feel important. You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. But our part-time service in the Army National Guard means we get to be more. When our communities are in need, we get the chance to stand up and do something about it. We get to serve in our own region and help the people we call neighbors. From the coasts of Maine, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and New Jersey. The small communities of Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. To the dense forests of New Hampshire, Vermont, and New York, and historic Washington, D.C., we are here for our hometowns. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Connecticut Army National Guard. Aired by the Connecticut Broadcasters Association and this station. It's time to save big on the number one selling farm tractor in the world at Dubay's Tractor Center, just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border in Danielson. Get the Emax for the minimum. The Mahindra Emax 20S is powered by the quiet and reliable Yanmar three-cylinder diesel engine. And the Emax 20S model comes with the industry's first seven-year limited powertrain warranty. It's affordable with low-rate financing available. Buy now and save an additional $1,000 with the power package. Three Mahindra implements with tractor. Choose from a loader, a backhoe, a 54-inch mid-mower, a snowblower, rake, and more. Stop in today for a test drive of the amazing Emax 20S at Dubay's Tractor Center. 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson. Your local Mahindra tractor and implement headquarters. Celebrating 46 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment. Check them out online at DubayTractor.com. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Oh, hi, Stu. Yes. You know when Larry called in earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I know he called in yesterday, and he's sounding really, you know, better. And I wanted to tell him that I prayed for him. Today I found out that he did not go to the, I call it the ice cream social. The day that he did not go, mm-hmm. but no one knew why, um, I prayed with CBN. That prayer line, you know, 24-7, round the clock, 1-800-700-7000. That's, that's how easy it is to get to them. You pray with some really nice people, and <clears throat> we said prayers for Larry, me and a lady, and coincidentally, we all went and graduated around the same time from high school. Because hmm. I said I knew him, well... I knew who he was in high school, and so, oh, I graduated in 76. Oh, wow, you know, all around the same time. So we prayed for him. Her name was Ginger. And and it's weird, because her husband had been associated with Subday. So she's down in Virginia Beach, right? Mm -hmm. And 
she knows Connecticut because they were stationed up here for a while. So we have a gab session. Well, yesterday afternoon, when coincidentally again, when Larry called in, I hurried up and got on the phone after, and I called, and I coincidentally got Ginger again. And I told her, I said, oh, you know, Larry, that we prayed for? Yeah, yeah. I said, he's better, and he didn't have to go in the hospital and had COVID and all this. So I said, we're going to pray again that he is going to get stronger and stronger. Oh, right? Yeah. So we did. Oh, So he called in again today, and he's even watching the news. So, I mean, you know. I, you know, everything I read in literature, prayer changes things, and I really do believe that. We don't do Hail Marys or any of that. We just do, in Jesus' name, Larry be healed. Well, that's listen, that's, um, that's a beautiful thing, and I'm sure Larry really appreciates it. Well, I wanted him to know, because I think it helped, because we headed it off at the past when he said the doctor didn't think he needed to go in the hospital. I said, wow. It's a good thing we prayed for him right when we knew something was up. Even though we didn't know, mm-hmm. but, you know, when something was up. So I just wanted him to know that he was in our prayers. Well, Susan, thank you very much, and um, have a wonderful day. Thanks okay, for doing yeah. that. yeah, hey, we'll talk on Monday, I guess. Okay, my okay. friend. <laughs> Bye-bye. If you're a cigar fan, you've got the green light to kick back and relax at the new Horsepower Cigar Lounge. It's Eastern Connecticut's newest cigar destination. Shop their huge walk-in humidor they call the Cigar Garage. Then enjoy their comfortable racing-themed lounge with your friends and your favorite smokes. Horsepower is BYOB with plenty of TVs, a VIP lounge, and membership discounts. Plus, it's a great place to host a birthday, bachelor party, or any group event. Horsepower Cigar Lounge, Route 32 in Uncasville, and at Horsepower Cigar Lounge. Wyndham Industries has been working with steel and iron for over 40 years. And if the pandemic has taught us one thing, it's that we don't invest enough in local industry. Manufacturing has gone overseas, and supply chains pushed to the limit will break. Local industry won't. Thinking of steel or iron fabrication for commercial, industrial, or government use? Think local to Connecticut. Wyndham Industries. Cutting, welding, bending, everything metal. Wyndham Industries, right here in North Wyndham. Not overseas in a port waiting to be shipped, only waiting for you to call and get your estimate today. Wyndham Industries. Jimmy Fowler follows the news with his talk show, and uh, welcome. You're on the air. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. Uh, I was listening to, before the lunchtime oldies and uh, mm-hmm. a couple of observations. Now, I, I Googled about the guests. I was curious. I used to work in a gas station years ago, and I know they didn't make it that much. Um, it says, a couple of sources, it says, that uh, the gas stations make about 15 cents on a gallon, prof- not profit. They mark it up 15 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. However, after operating costs and what the little percentage they got to pay to the credit card companies and all that, they make a profit of uh, 2 or 3 cents a gallon. Oof. Doesn't sound That's like much. much. Well, I, I know they sell thousands of gallons, but, uh, you know, with operating costs and all that. So they're not the ones making it, and, uh, and it's not... Uh, and it's not Putin causing all the uh, the problems either. I mean, sure, uh, he is now. He's added to the gas shortage, but it was already going way up before Putin. So, you know, try again, Biden. Um, yeah, that, um, I mean, I, it, for him to say that about the uh, owners of gas stations, that was really ridiculous. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah, he'll blame anybody. But uh, 
another thing, the observation was uh, uh, that guy, and there's no way I'm taking his, his side because he was a kind of a dirtbag in my opinion, but the guy that uh, got uh, paralyzed there, uh, he wasn't kicking and screaming after the accident because he was uh, paralyzed like from the waist down. But, uh, uh, you know, again, they're going to they're gonna blame the police for something that, uh, you know, vilifying the police again, right? Well, absolutely. You'll be hearing about lawsuits and all of that coming up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, nice to hear Larry back. You should play hats off to Larry. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll have time to do it. Thank you. Have a good one. Hats off to Larry. We missed Larry. I'll tell you that much. Now I was going to get two ice creams. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I, I just wanted to say, idolization, you were talking about that earlier, about the Beatles' wives and whatnot. It, you know, to me, uh, interesting, entertaining, but it's all gossip and being nosy. So I want to go on to something else. Okay, what you got? Uh, so I just wanted to say uh, that, um, you know, some of the callers are concerned about other people. I know some people are interested in other people, their concerns, their health concerns, and whatnot. You know, that, you know, whatever. It's pretty nice. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, what's the point? I, huh? What's the point you're trying to make? Well, idolization. I'm thinking, I don't I don't go into a frenzy, you know, with movie stars or music people or sports or local people. Um, so, it's just funny how um, idolization... Yeah, we picture people how we want to picture them. I mean, I respect somebody with wonderful talent, and I appreciate them. I admire them. But the idolization is because you really don't know somebody till you really know somebody. But we like to have that little fantasy island, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, I, I suppose, you know, lately it seems like it's just being nosy and gossipy. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. All right, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I got a song for Larry. Ballpark. Take Larry out to the ballpark. Buy him some peanuts and cracker jacks, right? Okay, I'm glad we're, he's back. Hi, welcome to the program. You're on. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, thank you. What's up? Hey, listen, on that uh, that police thing, what, was it in Philadelphia? Is that where the guy was in the back of the paddy wagon? Uh, I think it was, uh, I'm not sure. I think it was more local. Well, anyway, so they aren't supposed to have those vehicles like that anymore. You know, uh, years ago, I remember a case back in the... Westerly used to have one of those things, you know. Mm -hmm. You remember the one they had in Westerly? No. On Friday nights on the strip down there in Mesquamica Beach, it got pretty full sometimes, you know. Not, not that I know of. I was never in the back of it, but... Uh, <laughs> Good for you, yep. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you something. They're not supposed to have those things because years ago, I can remember back in the early 70s, there was a suit. Uh, what happens, uh, law enforcement officers in, in big cities, they used to uh, run a game on the prisoners when they were unruly in the back. They used to speed up the truck and then slam on the brakes. Ooh. And they'd all, you know, 
go go all which ways in the thing. Um, I didn't know they had those paddy wagons anymore and stuff like that because, uh, although I'm not defending the prisoner in the back because he was, uh, you know, being a jerk, but they evidently some I think some something crossed in front of the, the vehicle. And the driver had to slam on the brakes. That's what that's what I hear. And he had to slam the brakes on. And then um, you know there was potential uh, injuries. But they used to, they used to do that stuff in the, in the Midwest in the big cities, mm-hmm. and, and 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 out out in California. And I'll tell you, I I didn't think they had those things anymore because you know you got firemen today. Remember how firemen used to hang off the back of the truck and go to the calls and stuff. Sure. They can't do that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. They have to be in enclosed cabs. City workers, they can't ride in the back of the you know, well, dump I, trucks anymore. I, and stuff. I have certainly not seen a paddy wagon in a long time, so they may be gone now. I think so, All too. Right. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. See some of those old shows when the, the Irish policeman says, get in the bed, get in the paddy wagon. We'll be getting over there. Throw you right in the paddy wagon. Still love those old films when they do that. Just throw them in there. They didn't worry about their security once they were in the paddy wagon. Our connections make powerful things happen. Uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Keith C. Rice. Tomorrow, in for me, 10 o'clock on WICH. He's a good guy. Helped us out on that uh, Dairy Queen adventure. Working all of the buttons and switches back here in the studio. Did a good job. People are still talking about it. If you want to check out some pictures, uh, go to our website. Go to WICH.com and uh, check out WICH. And then there's a big F that says Facebook. When you see the big letter F, you press the F. And you should get to see some of the pictures from our really big show at Dairy Queen. 1310, and now on 94.5 FM. Get a classic oldie musical ride noon to one with your musical mix masters, Drew Breyer on WICH. Oldies with a different twist. Great songs picked from the vast WICH archives. So take the lunchtime oldie break with Stu Breyer, noon to one, on Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310. And now on FM at 94.5. All right, let's take our hat off to Larry. Once I had a pretty girl, her name, it doesn't matter. She went away with another guy, now he won't even look at her.
I want your back, I think you'll change But there's one more thing I gotta say Hats off to Larry It may sound cruel But you laughed at me when you said we were through You told me lies, but you're turning to glad Larry is feeling better and uh, maybe by Monday he'll be 100% again so it's uh, almost wrap up time today and don't forget What's up, June 25th Saturday Rose Arts Festival free admission free entertainment going to be a nice sunny day and go out and have a good time you're probably in the mood for that huh if you want to do the jitterbug, you're welcome. And have a great weekend, everybody. Please be kind to each other. Just make a little note. Do something kind for somebody and uh, pass it on. Pay it forward. I just cut some rug. I'm patching it up. After the news, it's satirical. Jimmy Fella. Interviews, call-ins... He's not doing his talk show. He does stand-up comedy. Do you know that? Love to play an instrument like that, huh? Keep in mind that Saturday and Sunday, perfect for your summer weekend, WICH playing 60s and 70s hits all weekend long. This is a little tune from the 1860s. (laughs) Still sounds good, eh? Personality Radio, 1310 AM in Norwich, WICH, W233DB, 94.5 on your FM dial. 
Got you covered both ways, huh? Right now it is 2 o'clock. Here's the beep. Beep.